Kickback. I'm Christian. This is my co-host Nick. What's up? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've been on the podcast. What's up, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the original four. I want to say before we started this, we were watching a, a guy put cheesecake up his ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> boop this cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking nasty. So fucking nasty. Dude, that shit was so. He's done some crazy ass shit, bro. Okay, Nick. Wait, hold, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? With the exception of what we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah, no, no that word and no the other word. <laughs> you know this word and not that word. Because you know what the fucking words are. The two big ones that we say. <laughs> okay. No, we don't say them. You, Fuck. Ever, see, you ever see the Harley um, Quinn show? In a no, I haven't, the, I haven't started the Harley Quinn show yet. Oh, I want to, though. Dr. Chaos calls her <laughs> and like... And then everybody's like, everybody's on the news like, no, he shouldn't have said yeah, that. Yeah, he goes on the fucking news to apologize and then he says it again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So, uh, getting back on topic. What are we talking about today? I brought the boys on here to talk about JoJo. We've all watched it. I think we've all seen the, the first three arcs, at least. I'm still watching Diamond Unbreakable. It's the fourth one. Yeah, you one. fucking catch up. I know. That one was real good. You can watch it after this. Fuck it. Shit. Maybe. Bro. As long as we're yeah. asleep by midnight, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah you're right. I got homework at you get the fuck up, bitch. It's past, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a bad student. <laughs> but, uh... God, bro. Uh, dude, yeah, let's talk about JoJo. Is, let's talk about the first one. Do you want to well, go arc by arc? Well, we should characters? probably explain what the overview of the show is. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to do that? Since you, you got us into it, go ahead. Yeah, go, take, go take ahead. Take the floor, talk about JoJo. So just JoJo. to clarify, I got, I'm the ones who, I'm the one who put all these guys on JoJo. Yep. <laughs> From this order. It's like, it actually, yeah, and actually this order, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, that's kind of, that's wild. That's wild. wild. It's a mad thing. JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, essentially, it follows a family called the Stars. And each season or arc follows a different generation. <clears throat> so, for example, the first arc, Phantom Blood, takes place in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way to, like, what, 2000s? Yeah, can we fact check that? Um, yeah, it goes all the way to the 2000s, and then it goes into alternate universes and shit. It's, it goes to 2011. Uh, the last arc that's going to be coming out soon, Stone Ocean, takes place in 2011. Then after that, that's when it gets to alternate realities and shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Let me look at the fandom, fandom bro. We gotta start at the beginning, though, because it is a kind of wild show to follow. Okay. Like, each arc, it kind of just gets more, <clears throat> oh, and yeah, more bizarre. It, it's not called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure or nothing. It's like a weird-ass fucking yeah. show. It really is. But it's also really fucking good, because, honestly, it's pretty super fucking yeah, original. Yeah, you're right. It goes it from the 16th century original. all the way to the 21st century. So, okay. Yeah, it's pretty Post fucking 2001. original, dude. So, I feel like since my favorite arc... Was obviously hands down Stardust Crusaders. I really want to explain that arc in detail. Marco, so that's the third one. Marco, what, what was your favorite? Honestly, my favorite is probably Diamond Unbreakable. Alex, my hands down, easily. Okay, at work, I told Marco my favorite was uh, Stardust Crusaders, but then he, he said like, um, what is it called? Diamond Unbreakable had like a good story, and then I thought about it, and I was like, I do really hate that kid that died in the beginning. I forgot his name. What was his name? The kid um, that got killed by Kino. What's his name? Oh yeah, spoilers by the way. Oh, so yeah. if you haven't seen the show, what are you doing? Go. What, why are you yeah, what are you doing? Why are you watching this? Yeah, bro, you sleeping on it, bro. You sleeping on it. You sleep. You seriously watching a podcast by yourself, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm watching it with the science team. <laughs> All right. With the boy. Nick, I think since you- Hey, wait, don't talk too much about Diamond because I've only gotten to the part where they just started fighting chili pepper. Yeah. Which is like Ooh. a couple episodes. Okay. So in this podcast, we're only going to cover the first three arcs, which are Phantom Blood, Battle Tendency, which I think is extremely underrated, easily, and Stardust Crusaders. Underrated as which fuck. Which kind of put... To be honest, Stardust Crusaders put JoJo on the mainstream, really. Yeah, it did. Because yeah. beforehand, at least here in the States, it was already out on sub, mm-hmm. or subtitles, but no one really knew about it until the... You know, the memes started coming out. They're exactly, like a PewDiePie memes and shit. Yeah. I think I saw the memes before I saw the show. Exactly. Okay. Say no, same. Hey, that's exactly how oh, it happened like to me. To be continued? No, yeah, yeah. to be continued. Yeah. I had no I'm idea. Have you guys ever seen the to be continued meme? That's JoJo. I had no idea where that came from. Uh, I started seeing the JoJo memes and PewDiePie's video, like, I think after you showed me the show. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's just not watching it. It's crazy. But, uh, I guess we'll start off with Phantom Blood, uh... Take it from top marker. Dio's a dick. Fucking hate Dio. It's really short. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's really short. So the manga is really long, but in the anime, they condense it down a lot. And then the first season is two arcs. It's Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency. Yeah. So we'll start with Phantom Blood. Uh, it's pretty much the beginning of our adventure, I guess you could say. It focuses around Jonathan Joestar. And I'll let Shalak carry it on from here. I've seen the show for the most part. All right, and so was Christian. What were your thoughts on the uh, Phantom Blood when you first watched it? Bro, I remember being so fucking mad at Dio, dude. Oh, he kissed they his really girl and everything. Like her first kiss, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, forgot he did that." Oh, you fucking dick, bro! I would have killed him, dude. I was like, "Dude, what the hell wrong with you, bro?" Or when he cooked his dog. Oh yeah, the <laughs> bro, he cooked his dog. Oh out. shit, that's right. All right so he's, the like, show, he's trying to get out. <laughs> oh, so the show psychs you out, and at the beginning, you feel really bad for. It. So the main antagonist in Phantom Blood is Dio. And you feel really bad for him at the beginning. At least I felt bad for him. Dude. Before he got to uh, the Joestar state. Because you see, like, he grows up in a rough part of England. Alright, Phantom Blood also takes place in Victorian like England. Robert, Victorian so. England. Yeah, Victorian England. And, um, he really does a really good job of making you feel bad for Dio seeing him grow up in the slums and shit. But, <laughs> as soon as he gets to the Joestar state, he kicks the fuck out of Jonathan's dog. Y'all remember that? You fucking uppercutted him. Like, don't wood. touch me, much. God damn. So, that was pretty... Like, right off the bat, this dude's already a fucking dick. Yeah. But, uh, Jonathan's character is... Oh, shit, I dropped my cookie. He's, like, trying oh. to be a huge gentleman and stuff Yeah, like he's... Like, yeah, Jonathan is unique 
from the rest of the Joe Stars in the sense that he's actually like a super established, super well groomed gentleman type. Yeah. <clears throat> like Very I'm talking nice. like putting your coat in the rain so a lady can cross and shit. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Well, all of them um, have a unique signature like vibe oh, to them. Yeah, but for the most part, after them, after Jonathan, the rest of them are kind of like punks and rebels. I really liked. I really liked Jotaro though. I don't know how I felt about Josuke. He was like he was really nice, wasn't he? Well, we're talking about Phantom Blood right now. I know. I'm just saying, like out of all the characters, we I'm thinking, I like that. I like Jotaro, dude. Well, well what do you think of Jonathan, Alex? Jonathan. My only problem with Jonathan is that he was kind of one dimensional. I'll say that. Wasn't he how he's supposed to be? Yeah, but when you compare him with the rest of the Joe Stars, they get developed quite a bit. Not on top of that, they also change too with the times. Jonathan kind of stayed the same throughout the entire arc, with the exception of his skills and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Jotaro didn't really change either, and not until he gets the diamond. No, he changed a little bit. We'll talk about Jotaro later. But what do you think of Jonathan Christian? Well, he was um, for a while. He was my favorite. And then I got to uh, Jordano, which we're not going to talk about, but yeah. Well, within the confines of Phantom Blood. Within the confines of Phantom Blood, he was a really, really exceptional, you know, very, what is it? I'm, I'm not going to say caricature, because that's kind of disrespectful, but he was really well written in the sense that you, you can get a really, you can get really good vibes from everything that he did from start to finish of the show. Um, Nick, what did you think about him? I agree with y'all. I want to talk more about the other two just because the first one's really short. Yeah. But um, I got hooked into it, the what first, you, like, arc. What do you think about it's not, like, the best one, but... Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> it's not just the oh, Joe Stars. Yeah. They're also a bunch of side characters. And they're but important. the thing is, yeah, they're actually important. They don't fucking sideline them, like, other anime, like Dragon Ball Z, like Yamcha and Krillin and shit. They're weak as fuck now. Actually, that's interesting you brought that up because I remember when, jo- when you got into JoJo, I was, um... I was really hesitant about it because I was like, I just finished Lee. I want to get on Super. I heard Super's hype. It turned out to be trash. You're not trash, but it's pretty mid. Um, uh, bro, who is this guy, bro? Yeah, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Even, is, I'll say this. Super was mid for a little bit. Tournament power is so. good. Up until the ending. Or, no, even at the ending, it was pretty good. Um, Future Trunks arc. Yeah, that's it. really good up until the, the end was straight trash. Like, yeah, I'll yeah. like Dookie cheeks. Bro, bro like. <laughs> his fucking world got destroyed. Everybody died. It kind of made everything pointless too. Yeah, well, and then they ended up just being like, "Oh, you can actually make a new one." Well, let's focus on JoJo though. Okay, we'll yeah, yeah. but, but um, okay. So I was in the mindset that I didn't want to watch that show. I didn't want to watch JoJo because I was watching Super at the time, and I thought JoJo was mid. I didn't really know any of the context behind it. I Until thought, you saw, you came in one day and you saw you watching it downstairs. I saw you watching an episode from Stardust, Polinara, where some crazy shit happens. Oh my god. Polinara. You think he'll ever come back? I, I haven't seen him come back. Yeah. But, um, go on, Christian, you were saying? Yeah. Um, oh, Jonathan? And, and uh, I really, I didn't connect with Jonathan as much as I do with other characters <laughs> from the show, but I really think that he was a good character. And, being around Baron Zeppeli brought the best out of him. Yeah, it is true. It was Baron Zeppeli, fucking yeah. one of the best mentors I've seen in Shonen, yeah, dude. Holy funny. shit. What do you think, Nick, about uh, Jonathan and the Phantom Blood arc? I liked him. Like, I, get, I agree a lot with like Christian said. Like, Yeah, I didn't really connect with him just because it wasn't that long, but I don't know. I could see he was the hero type and I was rooting for him. Yeah. Dio's just a dick. What'd y'all think of the power? So the power he acquires is... Hamon. So in <laughs> Phantom Blood, and they're essentially battling vampires and zombies and shit. 
Which actually, I did not fucking expect that going into the show. Yeah, that was weird. That was super fucking Oh, there's weird. a mask. Yeah, oh, and the stone mask. So, <clears throat> there's a stone mask in Phantom Blood and Battle Tensei. And that's actually a key... I would say it's a key element of the story, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's responsible for making the vampires and shit. Isn't that what made Dio, too? Yeah, so he put it on by act. No, he put it on purpose. That's right. Yeah. I don't think he knew... Wait, wasn't he trying to put it on Jonathan initially? He was because he thought it killed them, and he tested it out on somebody. Remember, he almost died. He, yeah, he almost killed. got fucking. We got so lucky, bro. He, he, sun got, came he almost got sauce second. until the sun came out. <laughs> and then, uh, and then he ended up putting it on himself. Yeah, so essentially, Dio grows up with Jonathan side by side, and it looks like they're getting along, but in reality, they all fucking hate each other. Yeah, I love that when it. It comes to them playing rugby. They're just oh, yeah, like, they're just like, and Dio will become brothers. Bro, I've never felt so confused when I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? Did I miss a couple episodes? I know, like, because there's a time skip. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And, and then it turns hands, out, like, they're, they're just like, they're, I'm going to kill you. You just time skip, and you see, like, what is it? Jonathan's all buff as shit. And you're like, like, six five. what the fuck? Two, four, yeah, he's the biggest out of the Joe Stars, hands down, easily. He's fucking huge, bro. He's, he's fucking built. He's like a firefighter. But, uh, yeah, there's a time skip. And before that, he all, dude, he all treated him like shit. You fucking, like you say, he cooked his dog. <laughs> in the, he, I'm trying to get out. Probably ate him. He first arrived, he kicked the shit out of yeah, his he kicked dog. the shit out of the dog. He cooked Jonathan's dog. He kissed his girl and shit, too. Yeah. Forcefully in front of him, too. No, Low-key, Jonathan's a simp for going, no, I'm playing. <laughs> hey, yo, chill. <laughs> he don't do my man like that, bro. But, uh, <laughs> and it turns out, so, in the, I would say, what, the latter half of Phantom Blood? Yeah. Uh, you find out that the Jonathan's dad is actually sick, and it turns out that Dio's been fucking poisoning him this whole yeah. time. Which, I didn't think they were going to go that route until they... Uh, there is one key element that kind of spoiled it, where it turns out uh, he's been bringing his dad the medicine the whole time. Oh, yeah. And he like called him out and shit, too. He was like, all of a sudden it started when you start bringing the medicine. And I was like... Yeah, the only thing I got confused about was the letter they brought up. The letter that he wrote. Who okay, wrote so that? the letter was a, actually me. a warning to Jonathan, to Jonathan's who? dad, from Dio's dad. I thought Dio died. Dio's dad died. He did, but he sent out a letter or some shit before he died. Okay, and what, what what was the letter to say? It was pretty much saying that he got sick. I I don't remember the confines of the letter, but I think it pretty much said to be careful with Dio and shit. You can look it up. Look, yeah, look it up real quick. Are you got it? Because what I'm thinking right now, since you said it was from his dad, it's probably like his dad telling Jonathan, hey, this it, bitch Jonathan's dad. Well, it was from Jonathan's dad? It was from Dio's dad to Jonathan's dad. Oh, to be careful with uh, getting poisoned and stuff like that. What does it say? Yeah. Did you find the letter? Or so it's called find- A Letter from the Past. Um, it's, co- it's considered a secondary story arc in Phantom Blood. It's where Jonathan Joestar discovers that Dio Brando is trying to poison the, his dad, George Joestar. And the way he finds out is basic is from the fact that the letter is written by Dio's father saying, yeah, my son's actually even more... I don't think he admitted that he was a piece of shit, but he's like, yeah, my son's a piece of shit. And not to trust him. I forget what the exact confines sure. were. Dang, it says this is takes it takes place like the same time like Jack the Ripper was like going around London and shit. Yeah, that's cool. right. Jack the Ripper comes out. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Fucking oh. deal turn him into a zombie and shit. Doesn't Speedwagon come too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Speedwagon's so, Speedwagon. so, so in an effort to get his dad cured, essentially, whatever deal's giving him, mm-hmm. he has to go, Jonathan has to, himself has to go out and to the slums of England and shit and uh, get the antidote. 
and he starts saying what's like a fucking 20 on one battle in the streets like and shit thugs. and he's saucing on fucking everybody <laughs> and that's when uh, we meet uh, not Baron Zeppelin uh, Speedwagon Speedwagon he could have easily I killed fuck, me, but you didn't. I fucking love Speedwagon, oh my dude. God, Speedwagon <laughs> underrated. He becomes a really important part of the show, especially in Battle Tendency. He goes a billion, doesn't he? Like, yeah. He gets, as a company. Well, he was pretty important during... <laughs> during Phantom Blood, too, honestly. Because he's the one who, like, head up, told everyone, like, hey, we'll lay off him, like, just let him pass. And he got the antidote. And he, he was the one who exposed <laughs> the conspiracy about the... What's it called? The poison, about, right? Yeah. He's actually... I remember watching that episode. It was episode three, I think. I started it, and uh, I think Dio walks in to serve him more medicine to George, but then Jonathan shows up with Speedwagon, and Speedwagon pulls, like... Remember Artemis from that one episode of It's Always Sunny? Where she exposes, like, the poop conspiracy? <laughs> oh, that's right. He just comes out and fucking he, explains he, everything. He comes out and, like, explains everything in, like, the peak detail. Yeah. And then he says... Uh, what I remember he says something about Dio's ear. He had, like, three dots... Did y'all think that Some shit like that. I don't know. But while Jonathan's going out to get the antidote, that's when Dio is experimenting with the stone mask. To, cause, so the stone mask essentially goes into your brain and unlocks some shit and plants some shit inside or something like that. But he thought it, get, it was going to kill Jonathan. But before he did it, he took it on a test run and he uh, tested on some kind of, some random civilian. And right when he thought he was dead, dude gets back up and he's a fucking vampire and shit. Dio almost died if it wasn't for the sun coming up. Hmm. What you looking at? You looking at the process or what? No, I like the effects of the mask. So apparently like, you can jump to like five to eight meters and punch with like 2,000 to 4,000 kilograms of force. Yeah, it gives you Damn, super human strength. And I thought shit. it just turned into a vampire though. That's what it, it just gives you strength, but except you're this weak, weak to something. So what I was confused of about was like when Dio put on the mask, um, did he become a vampire or like a god? He became a vampire. Then how come the sun doesn't affect... Well... No, that's later on. So, we'll talk about that later. There's a key element to the stone mask and battle tents. We'll talk about. I want to get the battle tents. So, don't worry. We, we're not that... Again, Phantom Blood's not that long. Probably like... So, they uh, <laughs> confront Dio and shit, and the police... He puts on the stone mask, but as soon as he puts it on, the fucking police just unload on him <laughs> and shit. Let off rounds on him. He's like... <laughs> and that's when uh, Jonathan makes up with his dad and shit. And Dio comes back as a vampire. Mm-hmm. And they have a big ass battle in the mansion and it burns down. And they yeah, think they kill crazy. Dio. But then um mm. that's when they find out he's actually still alive. In Arena, his old girlfriend's back taking care of him and shit too, t- treating his wounds after he wakes up. And that's when we get introduced to one of the goats, Baron Zeppeli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> this is where the power of Hamon comes in. Hamon is like what, sunlight energy essentially? Yeah, yeah it was like yeah. with focus on your breathing and stuff like that. Yeah, like that you, you control it through your breathing. Yeah. But it's really? like that you're essentially using sunlight energy and shit. Which is like the bane of vampires or some shit like that. But Baron Von Zeppeli essentially just teaches Jojo how to use it. And this time, Dio goes to some remote town. He starts like what, transforming all the citizens into zombies and shit. Yeah. And making other vampires too. Which he can do. Which comes into play in battle tendency. But, um, the final, like, I'd say, what, like, the final, like, what, three or four episodes is, like, uh, Jonathan battling, uh, Dio and his, uh, who are the two, who are the two two Vikings that he fought? No, they weren't Vikings. They were knights, knights, right? They were knights from, like, a fucking, like, two or three hundred years earlier. Queen Queen Elizabeth or whatever? Luck. I remember one of them was. Oh, yeah, No, yeah, the sword was Luck. The Lord of the Sword was Pluck, wasn't it? No, it was Luck, and then he changed it to Pluck. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, so the latter half of Phantom Blood is just uh, Jonathan battling Dio's forces and shit. And it's... I would low-key call it filler, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it has an effect on the story, but it's not like a... It doesn't have an immediate effect, though. It does give some really good development to Joe... Not Joseph, Jonathan, though. Yeah, it gives a little bit of development to Jonathan. He turns into basically like a knight. Yeah, he does, really. Holy shit. I didn't think about that. Hmm. But then... Oh, he does have a good heart, though, yeah. But uh, he ends up um, killing Dio in the end with Hamon. It turns... What really happens is he decapitates Dio. Oh, dude, that was so fucking satisfying. That was super mm-hmm. satisfying. After seeing think, all that buildup and shit. That and then was... I found out he's still fucking alive. Oh, bro, the ending. The ending? I'm not gonna lie. I was really pissed about the ending. I don't know about y'all. What was, do you think? I was upset. I was like, bro, not dude. I was upset, but I was, I was kind of happy that it happened because it set up a really good story. Oh, the yeah. That set one of the best arcs in the fucking series. So the ending, you want to explain this one, Christian? I've been talking most of the time. So for the ending of Phantom Blood, basically, after they kill Dio, it turns out Dio's still alive, and the only way for, the only way for Dio to truly recover is he has since his body was destroyed because of Hamon, uh, is to actually take Jonathan's body instead. So it didn't have to be Jonathan's body, but that was his target. His though. his target was Jonathan because he was pissed that Jonathan ruined his plans to take over the world. He went. Remember how he we talked about earlier that he created vampires. Well, some of the vampires that he created uh, dragged his head around. It's kind of weird. They just like carried it in a coffin or something like he that. He was some Dracula type shit, honestly, because yeah. he had. A, they had him sneak the coffin on and everything. Yeah, they snuck a coffin onto a ship for Jonathan's honeymoon. Jonathan and Arena are going to America, by the way. That's where they're moving to now at this point. And at this point, uh, Dio's henchmen, or Dio's vampire underlings, end up turning pretty much everybody on the they ship. They turn the entire fucking cruise ship into a mess, dude. Holy shit. It kills like some lady. So the, so the only thing that ends up happening is uh, during a battle with some of Dio's henchmen, Dio actually, he has some weird laser power. Yeah, he has some, like, fucking laser powers come out from his eyes and shit. And he shoots laser Jonathan eyes. in the neck. Yeah. Which fucks up his hormone, by the way. Yeah, because yeah, he, he can't, can't breathe. breathe. And what ends mm. up happening is he grabs Dio's head and he says something about just taking Dio to the bottom of the sea with him. He lets... He uh, makes room for Arena to escape. Arena escapes with some child that she finds on the boat, um, and that's the end of Phantom Blood. Well, we see we see Jonathan holding his head in the fire, don't we? We see him holding Dio's head in the stone. fire, and then the shit well, Jonathan down. also embraces him too. He's just like, "I don't hate you" or some shit. Like he kind of just accepts his death, mm. and which honestly makes you hate Dio even more <laughs> later on in the story. Oh my! Because he's actually John, even at the end, Jonathan was so pretty. Like, but do we know that he takes his body in the end of Phantom Blood? I feel like we don't. I didn't find out that until like we didn't know he took his body. But we just we, know that he went down. We know he went down, and I thought he was. Well, I knew he was gonna come back because I had seen the memes, obviously, and shit. Yeah, I knew he was coming back too, but I, I didn't, didn't know, know how. Was, and yeah. when I found out, we'll we'll cover that in a little bit. Yeah, but so, uh, I think the last episode in Phantom Blood, it says it, there's just like a. There's a ticket out card, and it says Jonathan Joestar died at the age of twenty in eighteen eighty eight. That shit was fucking sad, dude. And then that, and then the arc ends, and it picks up fifty years later. Nineteen. Nineteen thirty eight. 
Um, right before World War II. Is it 1938? Check yeah. that real quick. I got it, yeah. Because uh. it was 1988. Or 1888 afterwards. And then 1988. Can I spell battle? 50 years after that. I probably got the shit about Victorian England wrong because I think Victorian England's like way before that, right? 1888. Okay. 1987. Battle what? tendency. Is that when it came out? No, that's when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> Just look up when it takes place. Let me see. Uh... It's 19... It's during World War II. Yeah, I know that. that's one of those. Yeah. Uh, do y'all want to, like, I talk about you. all the arcs and then second. rank them afterwards? Or do you want to rank them as we go? We'll rank them afterwards. So far. Yeah. By the way, this is... So when we rank, yeah. do the ranking at the end, it's going to be for the three that we reviewed. The 20th century? Let me see. Uh, it's definitely World War times though yeah it's no it's right before world war ii it's 1938 no it's during world war ii i swear it will it's I'm going down not, in time not american world war ii but world war ii had started by the so i totally forgot about it. yeah you forgot about it yeah dude it has to be world war one 1939 yeah 1938 1938 cool. i told you i got it on point damn christian 1988 is when stardust starts 1938 is when battle tendency starts in 1888 is when at the very ending of phantom blood phantom blood i'll let you explain battle tendency i explain the majority of phantom blood mm-hmm. i personally think battle tendency is super fucking underrated is your favorite i like battle tendency more than the first one my favorite right now is um is diamond god i wish we could talk about it we can talk a little bit about it we can talk about where we're where, how far you're at so we'll touch far it. what do you think of battle tendency alex battle tendency look honestly bro like i don't remember a good majority of battle tendency yeah, it's been a long time it's since been a while since i watched it well for what you do remember let me see i remember a lot of i remember the training sequence he had with uh who was that girl that's mom right lisa 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 that's lisa lisa, lisa, lisa. Name? No, it was his trainer, and then we found out later it's his mom. Remember yeah. what he says? In, wait, have you seen the dub for it? Yeah. When he's like checking out his mom. He's oh, like, he's fucking like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't know. I'll let you start from the beginning of Battle Tendency, Christian. Yeah, go ahead. So, Battle Tendency takes place maybe, I think it's exactly 50 years after Phantom Blood, or the yeah. ending. So, this is uh, dealing with somehow, nobody knows how it happened. But it's the grandson of John of uh, Jonathan Joestar. His name is Joseph Joestar. He has light brown hair. He's I think eighteen or nineteen when it happened. I think so. No, he might be in his twenties. I don't know. I think he was twenty. Yeah. He was twenty years old, and he was somehow like six eight, fucking three hundred pounds. Here, I'll check real quick. Keep how big? How big was check he? Check the stats. <laughs> like NBA players, just Joestars. And it turned out that hormone has some weird significant effect on your bloodline because mm-hmm. he was born with the natural. Uh, affinity for Hamon, as we learned in the first episode, which takes place during the Great Depression, actually, because we hadn't, America hadn't been in World War Two. He's eighteen point. years old. Eighteen, so America hadn't been in World War Two at this point, so it was still the Great Depression. So it's like a really trashy opening in New York, which is surprising, considering that he was an English-born guy just kind of living there. Um, oh, he's also a fucking. He's a punk too. What, what's he's a hard? He's a hard rebel. What's the name of that one? Smokey. Smokey. That, yeah. So, so that's how it starts out. So it starts out with this black dude named Smokey who ends up robbing somebody and then the police. No, he didn't even rob anybody. He was just getting harassed. Oh. He was. No, no, no. He he pickpocketed Joseph, remember? No, he tried to, I think. I don't he, think he succeeded. Though. He tried to pickpocket Joseph and then he oh, ran off into the alleyway and the police tried assaulting see. him. 
And yeah, Joseph just... goes over there and he, you know, he doesn't want him to get assaulted because even though he's a punk, he's a nice guy. Yeah. So he tries covering for Smokey and the cops weren't take, having it because he's English. So he gets like a Coke bottle and he cracks he one of the cops. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, yeah, he uses Hamon to like pop off the top and crack a cop's skull. And then the other one just got freaked out and ran off and he took Smokey. Smokey is all confused, like, what the fuck is going on? And Joseph basically kidnaps him and <laughs> makes him... do get chased down by, like, a vampire? Yeah, so... Oh, you want to this one, too? So, back during Phantom Blood, uh, one, Baron Zeppeli's trainer... Uh, no, Baron... No, he's not his trainer. One of his, um... His students? One, not his... I would say People, just his uh, associates. Something like that. Wang something. Uh, oh, straight uh, so. Wang Sung, yeah. Wang... Yeah. Something like that. No, straight so is his name. No, but the, the Order of Hamon... Yeah, the Order of Hama, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. So Baron Zeppeli dies in Phantom Blood. Someone forgot to cover. He gets killed in one of the battles with one of uh, yeah, Dio's acolytes. Doesn't he acolytes. get cut in half or some shit? Yeah. Uh, fucking, oh, that's right. I think Wang, Wang Chen. Wang Chen. So Wang Chen is a guy who introduced Hamon to a bunch of other Hamon users in the first arc. A majority of them died, um, but three of them ended up going on, including Wang Chen himself. And one of the other guys who went on with them was straight, so... So you gotta take in mind that you gotta take into account this is fifty years after the events of Phantom Blood, and therefore everybody who's living during that arc is at the very very peak of their lives. Not, not peak, peak, they're at the end. They're at the very they're at the very end. Like they're old the, as shit. The decline of their lives. So but Baron Zeppelin's dead. He's got his former associates. Oh yeah, so uh, Speedwagon. Speedwagon goes to America too, and he's like a fucking he's a billionaire or some shit, right? Yeah, Speedwagon goes to America, and he comes he becomes very successful through a science foundation as well as playing the stock market, right? Mm-hmm. And he creates something called the Speedwagon Foundation, which essentially it which um it essentially it's just a giant giant research facility for pretty much everything. Yeah, really. science me- medical shit, but. The whole purpose of it, which they reveal, was to uh, assist the Hamon users in finding any events of undead or vampires or anything. And they're tracing back the origins of the stone mask, too. Which they... They don't find the origin, but they find a plant or some shit. They find It's like an altar, kind of, actually. So they find a temple belonging to what they believe is the creators of the stone masks. Um, they're later known to be the Pillarmen. So they find a Dude, bunch... The- Pillarman theme, dude. So they find a bunch of stone masks, and essentially, what ends up happening after that is, um, Speedwagon invites them to Mexico, where they found this giant altar—not tem- even an altar, basically like a. It's really a temple. You're it's right. It's like a temple. temple. It's like a giant temple devoted to these uh, pillarmen, and because of the insanity that's driven with the power of using Hamon, which they kind of touched on. No, no, there's no insanity that comes from using Hamon. It's not It's not exactly insanity, but it, it's like a power lust. Not even a power lust. They explain, the Straitso explains them. So Straitso is with Speedwagon and his associates and shit in Mexico. And there's and a bunch uh, of different effects that you can get from Hamon. One of them that Straitso had been using for a while was keeping himself young. And no, that wasn't even it. He, he Now that it was not a side effect, it helps you age better. But it doesn't prolong their life or anything. Mm-hmm. So with straight, so what happened is he even admits it. I, I remember this like very specifically because I was pissed that he fucking defected. So straight, so it like admits after he like fucking kills almost everybody. He kills Wing Chan. He kill yeah he kills Wing Chan and he kills almost everyone else other associates in the temple. And All shit. the Hamon users. And he straight up he straight up says like oh yeah I remember how Dio looked and 
acted and I, I wanted that and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. And he puts on the stone mask and becomes a vampire. Yeah. So he, he kills every. Too, didn't he? Yeah, he got. <laughs> well, did he die or did he just. Straight so? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he got fucking sauce. So Straight so becomes a vampire equal to the power of Dio, I would say. Mm. Considering he has this, like, hormone. I, I wouldn't say he was at Dio's level. I would say, but he was still pretty powerful. So he ends up, uh, Speedwagon escapes in the river. So we, well, and let's explain that first. Speed, Speedwagon's like a 70-year-old man by this point. Straight Soul still looks the exact same way that he did well, 50 years ago. Well, at first he didn't. But then when he puts on the stone mask and drinks everyone's blood and shit. Oh, yeah, so in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, vampires don't drink blood through their mouths. They can, but usually... Stick their finger in. Yeah, it's like they their whole uh, anatomy is like a... Well, they say it was like a one giant mass of cells, right? Yeah. So they just usually put their hands in somebody's throat and drink yeah. their... It's freaking weird. I don't and even know. Their cells shit. absorb it and shit. It's weird. Yeah. But uh, that's how they do it. Yeah. And uh, straight to a straight up says he's going to kill every Hamon user. So he knows that um, he knows that the son of or the grandson of Jonathan Joestar has an affinity for Hamon. So the thing that Stresso does after becoming a vampire and killing all the Order of Hamon users is in going, Mexico. He goes to in New go, York. In Mexico, he goes to New York to track down Joseph. And Joseph, he for some reason he's like really so he's actually the most clever tactically out of all the Jill stars in the yeah. show. Yeah, I would say so too. Honestly, he's the one that started that. Like, no, you're gonna say it. And Dude, that was such a fucking goat thing, so, bro. Funny. So he's um he's really really tactically smarter than every. That's his uh, strength. That's his strongest point. He's really smart. He saw, well, he, I don't even know how he saw. He saw Strangel coming from a mile away. Yeah, he knew Straitso was... He knew someone was following him, I think. Yeah. And then he's in, he was a smoky inside the restaurant. He knew somebody was following him, so as he was being followed around, he actually set up a bunch of traps on the way. And one of the traps was... I think he got a Tommy... So as soon as Not Straitso, even traps. It was, like, just the wits that he used, really. So as soon as Straitso attacked, he got a Tommy gun and, like, blew him to shreds. And then he saw that Straitso wasn't affected by it because bullets just don't affect vampires. So he has this idea. He's like, "I only you see my feet. I'm gonna use them for my next move." And just he's like, "I'm just gonna run away, basically." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Got master plan." He's like, "Run!" <laughs> he fucking takes <laughs> off. Dips. At first, I was like, "Yeah, what a fucking bitch move." Yeah. But then he reveals why he does that, though. Yeah, he, yeah. he had like a whole grand scheme, and then he ended up using Hamon to. He pretty much saw straight so pretty fast. At, well, at first he was, like, really worried, because, like, Straitso did not give a fuck while he was chasing Joseph, dude. He yeah. was, like, killing innocents and shit. Yeah. And then, um... Uh, oh, yeah, he takes a hostage. That's oh, right, yeah. Straitso takes a... So, it ends up, was on the Brooklyn Bridge, I think? It was, it was some big Brooklyn bridge. bridge. It was some big-ass bridge at the final showdown between Joseph and Straitso. This is all in one episode, by the way, I believe. Either an episode or an episode and a half. Episode 10, I remember it. And, uh, the final confrontation is on a bridge between Straitso and Joseph... And um, Straitso takes a hostage, and Joseph's trying to act like he doesn't care, so maybe he'll drop her. Like, oh, and she, he starts, Straitso starts ripping her teeth out. Do you remember that? Yeah, that I was just Like, one by one, too. Oh, God, Jesus. Check the ripper. I had to make him look like a banker. And I forget what happens after this. 
as far as like the confrontation goes, I know Joseph wins. After this, yeah, he just gets fucked up and then Straight So tells him something before he dies. Yeah, After this, he, like fall off like the bridge. Or well, he was actually gonna say Straight So. Yeah. Oh yeah. And was he like, hanging nah. on to him? Or something he was like hanging that? on to him, and then Straight So kind of arm off or something. Yeah. Like, Fuck. Oh, you know what? No, you know what happened? Straight So used an attack, and I think Joseph countered it or he parried it or something. Was it the Was it the laser eye thing? Yeah, I think it was. A, yeah, it was a laser eye thing. I think, and he redirected with a shot glass, right? Yeah. Yeah, he redirected it, and so it was a laser up, thing. St- uh, he ended up saucing straight so, and he was gonna save straight so, but straight so kind of. I think he realized like after all the terrible shit that he had done, he's like, was like, there's no if, hope if, for him. If, if, if they if they save me, I mean, like, I'm there's no way I'm going unpunished for everything I've done so far. Yeah, so straight so kind of just lets he, himself die. Yeah, he lets himself die, and and before he dies, he tells Joseph that there are more. Uh, secrets and there's an actual there's a uh, living fucking vampire which like full blooded vampire not not a transformation or anything which is kind of a redeeming act somewhat somewhat no, I wouldn't say he pulled re- the lady's teeth out I know he, he, like, he I wouldn't say he redeemed Hama himself he killed Wang Chen but he definitely at least he tried to I'll say that yeah. so yeah, then Joseph ends up flying down to Mexico and shit oh and he also uh, reveals that uh, Von, uh, Baron Von Zeppelin's been captured by by Nazis no not Zeppelin Speedwagon. Or Speedwagon, my bad. He, uh, he reveals that Speedwagon has been captured by fucking Nazis in Mexico. So, Dude, I mean, that shit was scary. Oh my you god. You think it was scary? No. It was scary when they fucking found that thing in the lab. Remember? And they, like, they started crawling through the vents. And they were like... Oh, you're talking about Santana? Santana? Oh, we'll get to that in a little bit. So... Oh you want to explain what the Nazis are doing in Mexico? So the Nazis in Mexico are there for the exact same reason that the Speedwagon Foundation is in Mexico. And that's in order to find out the uh, location or the origin of the Pillar Men. And the stone mask, too, how to use it. Yeah, and the use of the stone mask. But eventually you find out that the Nazis aren't there for any sort of military advantage as much as just making sure that they can save the world. Yeah, that's actually what it turns out. Like, even one of the big bads, like, the leaders, like, yeah, we weren't researching them for, like, military use. We were trying to find a way to kill them. So the whole time... uh, while the Nazis are experimenting and shit, they take out the portion of the altar which has the one of the original pillarmen in there, and anybody they kill in there, the blood gets absorbed into the fucking ground and shit, which I thought was fucking cool. But the Nazis, not was it Von Strohman gave the order to kill like fucking Everybody, ten people? Yeah. Yeah, there's a piece of shit Nazi named Von Stroheim. Dude, he's cool. And, like, he's he's like, does anybody want to volunteer? And one kid stands up, and he's like, okay, you can actually live. We're going to kill everybody else for not volunteering. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that shit. And you fucking, they just mow everybody down. So the way they have it... I they think they gassed them. No, no, they fucking shot them, Christian. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then, um, so they, they have a portion of, like, the pillar with the pillar man inside, like, a whole, like, scientific shit. Mm-hmm. It's in, like, a contained room with, like, minimal vents and shit and an observation glass. And they end up waking up. They have no sacrifices to wake up Santiago, which is the name of the pillar man that they give him. And, dude, he fucks shit up. And the whole time, uh, Speedwagon is telling him to fucking stop, too. <laughs> they have him, like, taped to the chair and shit, all oh, yeah. bandaged up like a psychiatric patient. He's like... Like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like, like that. Oh. And then, in that event, it was at this moment that Jonathan had—he had already been, er, not Jonathan, Joseph had already been in Mexico, and he arrived at the front gate. So he pulled out this disguise where he dressed like a woman. That shit was he, so. He was funny. gonna try like tricking one of the guards, and they're like, "Yeah, you don't look like a woman at all. You're fucking six feet tall, <laughs> <laughs> muscular and shit. Like built like fucking Brock Lesnar and shit." 
<laughs> Brock Lesnar. Oh my god. And then, um, so he ends up, I think he just beats both their asses. Yeah, he beats like, both their asses, and the, there's a dude chasing him. It's That's a small fight, but Joseph ends up fucking beating his ass too. So Joseph, uh, he ends up getting into the base at the same, not at the same time, but they had already been in the process of waking up Santana, which is the first of the preliminary that we meet. Um, yeah, that's happening at the same time as Joseph's making his yeah. way through the Nazi base. They wake up Santiago, and he... The vampire powers are fucking weird. Like, he's able to squeeze through vents, and not, yeah. like, just crawl through them. Like he, he, like, folds himself in, like, paper-thin half and shit, and goes through the vents He just shit. moves like Play-Doh. Like yeah, exactly. Like, it's like fucking Play-Doh like or Putty or some shit. Before we continue, what were your thoughts like, of Battle Tendency at this point? It was pretty good, dude. What do you? Because I was like? watching it, I was like, "Oh, like I'm getting into it. it's pretty cool." But then, like when this shit started amping up, I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" What do you think? What do you think of Battle Tendency, Christian? So far, up to this point, it was fucking. I thought it was cool seeing like a World War Two ish vibe. Yeah, yeah Battle Tendency definitely had like the art style changes, and so did the colors. Joseph and even was really likable too. Yeah, Joseph really, was super charismatic. And he's very really relatable. This shit was so funny, like. So he does this thing where he predicts what his opponent's going to say to piss him off. He's like, Nick's are going to say blah, 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 blah. Like, how did you do say that? <laughs> like, and what? not even that. They'll say the thing like, oh, I'm going to kill you, Jojo. Oh. Yeah, and, and like, then they'll take a second. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, oh. That Naruto shit. That shit was so oh. fucking funny. The fucking gasp. What do you think of Battle Tensei? At, at, at this point, when Santiano wakes up and shit, and Joseph's making his way through the base. It was bro, pretty scary, too. Honestly, bro, like... This is all like foggy shit, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're talking about it, and I'm like, dude, just, I don't even remember most of this shit, bro. Fuck. We're starting to jog your memory, though, I can tell. Yeah, I'm like, I'm remembering parts of like, um, Battle Isn't Tendency. It at the point when, uh, what is his name, Santana? Santiano. Or Santiano. It depends what you're fucking watching. Yeah, it's either Santana or Santiano. Like, the, I think oh, the only issues I'm having... Or San Viento, that's what... Uh, San Viento. The only issues I'm having is I'm, um, I only remember distinctly from from uh, Jotaro all the way up to Giorno. Like, that's... Saurus Crusaders and Golden Wind. Yeah, I mean, I remember the end... Maybe the end of Battle Tendency, but, like, parts, bits and pieces of Battle Tendency, I remember, like, Phantom Blood, like, okay. bro. Okay. I started watching the beginning again, but Battle Tendency lost... I want to rewatch... I'm not, I'll say this. I'm not too fond of Phantom Blood. I appreciate it because it did do well enough to set the standard in the bar for the rest of the series. But not even the bar. I can't even say that because the rest of the series, honestly, the show goes nothing but up. Yeah, in my shines. opinion, it actually, like, it improves with each season, like, by my Every arc, like, kind of outshines it, unless you have a favorite. Yeah, unless you have a favorite, Jusuke looks so which weird. happens, obviously, but... Yeah, Jusuke. This is Joski. No, that's also Joski. We'll He's talk true. about that. We'll explain that fuck? later. Yeah, that's the alternate realities and shit. What? Yeah, We're here. Let's continue with Battle Tendency. What do you, yeah. So we left off so, you. At this point. Isn't it when Joseph sad. finally like gets to the. Isn't he helping like Von Stroheim and shit? No. So, yeah. Oh, they, no, no, no. He yeah, has to cut his leg off. Okay, I got, I got this. Christian, go on. So Santana wakes up and. For some reason, Joseph had the idea that he's like, maybe vampires aren't actually all bad. Maybe sometimes they're forced into this life. Well, no, he was trying to... It was not even that. He was <laughs> just trying to... That was not his mentality. I'll say that. that. He not, was not, more... That wasn't the exact mentality, but... He, he was, was trying to get a rise out of him and see how he'd react. Yeah, he's trying to see, like... What, what he would do and shit. What he would do. So he started... He poked him a few times, and then... Yeah, he fucking poked him, kicked him and shit, and nothing. Well, when he kicked him, he broke his leg. Oh, that's right. He fucking broke his leg and shit. He's like, oh, fuck. And then eventually... He's like crawling up the stairs. He's like, oh. 
Eventually, he tries punching him, and then Santana just fucking eats him. Yeah, so, like, that's he, what like, he, he, he turned he into Play-Doh and, like, tried wrapping him. Organism, that's what it is. His whole body, for vampires at least, is just one big-ass organ, uh, digestive like, organism. It's like the thing, if you've ever seen the thing. Yeah, exactly, it's exactly like the thing, with the exception that it doesn't take you over. Yeah, so he tries absorbing, uh, jo- he tries absorbing Joseph because he's, like, fucking Play-Doh. And then it turned out that Joseph had this planned. And he had wrapped Hamon all throughout his body. No, no, no. He used Hamon while he was inside. Oh, he used Hamon while he was inside because he knew that he had an impenetrable outside. Kind of yeah. like Hercules. Yeah, yeah, to an extent. I'll say this. What, one thing that you did skip over. Uh, so while before Joseph gets into the underground base or underground part of the base where mm-hmm. Samuel is. Sanjiro is fucking these Nazis up. He even he puts his hands inside one of the brains of the Nazis. God, and he fucking learns English and everything in like three seconds. Dude, yeah, he learns their language. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, what is this place? And I'm just like, and what spe- the and, fuck? He's and able Speedwagon speak is still tied up and shit. Like, oh, yeah, much prisoner. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> dude he gets in the room like how we are, and he just starts fucking killing everyone. And he's just in the chair like, yo. <laughs> he's like, hey! <laughs> you know, remind me, <laughs> remind me of that scene from the fucking room. I don't think you remember that scene what? from the thing when they're testing the blood. Oh, they, that's yeah! right. That's exactly that what it was. In, that dude turns into the fucking monster. Yeah, he said, don't give me the fuck out. He's like, fucking on time. He tied them all together, <laughs> oh, bro. Fuck. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I don't yeah, know if that was hap- a callback, but there's a lot of cultural references. Oh, yeah, so... Too. We can touch on that, like, through we'll each touch, part. We'll touch on it right now. So, yeah. the thing about Jodo's Bizarre Adventure, at least for Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency, and even uh, Star's Crusaders, there's a lot of uh, cultural references to American music. Yeah. Like, fucking... The Baron, God, the Baron Von Zeppelin's a reference to fucking uh, Led Zeppelin Led, and Led shit. Zeppelin. Yeah. Uh, Speedwagon. What's it? What's that's a, reference? That's, that's an song. actual band, right? Yeah, it's an actual. The Pillar Man, like ACDC. And oh yeah. ACDC. Wamu. Santana. Yeah. So not Wham. the name of the Pillar Man, but there's literally a character named ACDC and shit. But it's spelled like ACDC. Wamu Cars. That's a fucking cars, band yeah. and shit. What Wamu is actually based off a band name called Wham. Shoot, yeah, it's fucking yeah. the cultural references get more out of control, and I would say Sardis. You'd appreciate Santana. It. It's pretty cool watching it, like as a guitarist and shit. Santana is literally it, Santana. If you can catch onto these references, it will definitely make your day. I'll say that. Yeah, and there's a guy in a later arc that Nick's actually a fan of called Steely Dan. He's like a Steely. <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit though. <laughs> yeah, how many episodes are in Golden Wind? Fucking forty nine. Uh, forty nine, I think, or fifty two. I don't know. No, it's thirty nine. Yeah, that's it. It's it's only thirty. Yeah, they have on Country for free. Damn, I'm sure watching on Country. But um, let's see where we leave off. Oh, so so he's Santiano in the lab, and Sa- Joseph's in the bottom, and he's just, now he's starting to get worried and shit because he didn't realize how powerful this dude is. And that's when they get the idea, like, oh, like, cause he's gonna escape. And uh, so what happens is, um, fuck, what happens? Oh no, they're trying to escape. That's what it is. So, obviously, San Viento is going to chase after them and shit, right? Yeah. And Joseph almost makes it to the top, and then... Vamp- again, vampires have fucking weird-ass powers, because he uses his own blood to, like, form, like, um, like pikes and shit or something yeah. like that. And oh. it pierces uh, Joseph's uh, legs and shit and pins him down. Oh, the blood sports. Yeah. 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 Oh, dude, this is when shit hits the fan, dude. And Fuck, because then Von Stroheim is Which trying to... Is- everybody thought Von Stroheim was, like, a bitch at this point, because it wasn't... When, yeah, uh, I was like, damn, this guy's... When Santana showed up, he was just like, oh, oh he's like, oh, get me out of here. Like, all yeah. scared and shit. So, and Von like, Stroholm is trying to get out, too. 
or not even get out, but open the door, let the sunlight in, because that's one of the weaknesses and shit. He ends up like jumping through the stairs. He's like, for the fatherland. And yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then he's right there. And fuck, what does he do? Oh, he like, he grabs him, right? He rips his fucking leg off. No, 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 no. That's not what happens. He grabs his leg. Yeah. With like his uh, pikes or oh, something, with some and then kind he of has power. To cut his own leg. No, no, he has he Joseph. Do it. No, yeah, yeah, he has Joseph do it. Yeah, cut the he's, he's like he, my fucking leg off. He's straight, <laughs> yeah, he's straight up like, Joseph, if you want to survive, cut my leg off. And he was like, are you like? They even throw Joseph for a loop, dude. He was like, yeah. are you sure? Like, you want to do this? He's like, do it now. Like, he has a fucking axe from like a uh, what like a coat of arms, yeah, or some shit. Like and so Joseph cuts this dude's fucking leg off. He's like, and he opens the door and he starts taking damage and shit. Doesn't Joseph start thinking? Like, we go into the slots for a little bit. He's like, is this fucking German serious? Like, yeah, he was like, are you, like, is this dude serious? Oh, is this when they're coming out of the freaking underground? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, okay, now I remember yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on this at this point? Bro, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I got to cut his fucking leg? Dude, I was <laughs> Dude, freaking the fuck it, out. I he like, fucking did it too. He was like, well, I guess he was like, he was like, I like okay, what they do with the monster behind though. Later on? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so this is where badass. shit really gets Wait, but can you weird. put yourself in that situation? Like, I would like, fucking do it to save, like, to try and save. Well, it was kind of in vain. Wait, to get to your leg cut off or to, like, no, just, like, to do it? Put yourself in Monster High's shoes. Like, 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 damn, bro, I'm really about to lose my leg right now. Like, would you tell him, bro, cut my fucking leg off? Would you tell well, him? Well, it's either lose your leg or lose your life because those blood spores can spread. Oh, yeah, they were yeah. spreading. That's right. It's oh, pretty shit. much infecting his legs. So I was like, bro, cut this shit off before it kills me. Jesus Christ. But bro, he gets, just, when you think they're about, just when you think they're about to win and the door opens, he fucking hops in Von Stroheim's body through his open wound. Oh, um, well, yeah. Von like, because, again, the Pillarmen, one of their powers, I guess, is they can fucking misshape yeah. their bodies and, like, clear some shit. It's so crazy seeing all hop- the powers unfold, too, because you're just like, yo, what else can he... What the fuck? Yeah, I was and like, he hops in his body and takes weird. control. And he's like... He's angry! He's inside! He's <laughs> and he's like hopping and shit on one doesn't fucking he, leg. Doesn't he fucking like. He ends up like grabbing a grenade, right? Yeah, he takes out a fucking grenade because what he was. Uh, what Santiago was gonna end up doing is hop in a well and just hide in there until the sun goes yeah. out. And fucking Von Strohm is like fighting his best to fucking resist that shit. And he pulls out a fucking grenade and blows himself up. Fuck. Like, yeah. I like that. That was fucking badass, dude. I was like, oh shit. But that's when he, they reveal, too, that uh, there's more pillar men that are more powerful and shit. Yeah. In uh, Rome? In Rome, yeah. Was it Rome or Venice? I think it was Rome, right? It was Rome. So, yeah, that's when they launched uh, was like, I was like, Jojo, there's more pillar men, and, like, revealing the location, and telling them the, their true purposes, what, why they were doing all this shit, to find a weakness. And uh, he blows himself up, and then uh, Simon Viento's exposed in the sunlight, and he jumps down the well... And Joseph uses Hamon to solidify the water so he can't escape. Mm-hmm. So all that water is reflecting sunlight back. And he kills San Viento. Oh, yeah, he dies, like, right in the well. I remember yeah. that. And he dies. And then the, well, no, no, he's not dead. Oh, yeah, so the Pillarman can actually never technically yeah. be defeated. He's just, like, hibernating, I guess. Not even hibernating. No, no, so they, he gets turned to de- stone. They can be defeated, but... But he can be revived, though. Could they even reveal it? Cause, so they're experimenting with San Viento's remains and shit. And they kill, like, little... Nothing to give them a big power boost, but, like, rats and mice and shit. Mm-hmm. And even their stone remains are absorbing the blood and shit. Yeah. You kind of just have to, like, immobilize them, because, like, they're gods. Pretty much, honestly. Like so what they end up doing with the last stone of San Viento is they bring it to Speedwagon Foundation. They store it under light that's, like... UV light? UV that, that's, like, three times the power of the sun. <laughs> yeah, no, just to, like, not risk anything getting out. Uh, you can take it with the reins back on what happens after Mexico. So after Mexico, 
I think they, well they rescued Speedwagon because he's like all fucked up and all, <laughs> he's he all bandaged up and shit. and shit. I know he got he got his ass beat by straight zone and then he got tortured by Nazis and then he got stuck in the room while Seems Nazis are being raped by straight not straight zone by fucking Sundown. Yeah. Imagination land. So they end up going. He ends up going to Rome where he eats his um. He eats his pasta. That's really weird. The squidding pasta, oh, uh, squid dude, yeah. is so fucking good. It looks. I've good. had it once. What it's is it called so again? Good. Squidding pasta. Squidding pasta. So he, never had he eats his pasta and then. Well, he goes there not just for that to find uh, someone who can help train him in Hamo to yeah. refine his skills. Yeah. He needs to refine his skills because they realize that this is pretty much inevitable by this point. So he goes outside. He. He sees this guy who's kind of like talking. Not even outside. No, it's in the restaurant. In he the confronts him, and oh, yeah, the dude embarrasses kind of Joseph in the restaurant and shit. And then they go outside, and he has like these weird bubble powers. Yeah, like, the dude he's looking for is uh, Baron von Zeppelin's grandson, which was yeah. really cool. And he's like, dude, Hamon is like fucking. They really explore Hamon in Battle Tense. Yeah, that's something I liked. He he's got like bubble powers and shit. Does he? Does he oh, make yeah. his overdrive? Move? No, that's in uh, Phantom Blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, it's uh, Sunlight oh. Overdrive. Then it's Hamon Overdrive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't do this thing. But he goes there to meet, uh, or to find the help help people to refine his skills in Hamon, which is uh, Baron von Zeppeli's son, grandson, which is uh, Caesar Zeppeli. Caesar. Bro, Caesar? Jojo. <laughs> I'll say this. I really bothered camaraderie, dude. Yeah. Which honestly made what happened, like... Oh my god, I actually fucking cried oh, I when remember that, that I remember that part. That was sad. That was, sad. That was so fucking sad. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, so that made me so depressed. So they end up getting trained. I think they, they go to that Nazi camp. Well, no, first they go to the camp. No, no, he trains them a little bit. He shows them some new moves. He shows, yeah, he, show, he shows them a little, couple of new moves, but then they go. They don't go to Lisa Lisa right away. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking but, about they go to the camp. Yeah, they go to the camp and they get fucking sauced on. Tard. <laughs> Yeah. Because what were they doing? The stupid-ass Nazis? They were getting, like, too close to the Pillarmen, right? Yeah. And then the Pillarmen were just kind of, like, absorbing them. Because the stones that they were made out of were way, way stronger than... Santana oh, yeah. was, like... He's, like, really, really weak in comparison to these guys. Yeah. It turns out San Viento, as powerful right. as he was, is, like, nothing more than, like, the bottom of the barrel of vampire and shit. According yeah. to the other Pillarmen standards. So when they go to the this Nazi camp underground... One of them gets too close, and it's just enough blood to revive the rest of his, uh, the rest of the pillar men, which is three people. It's uh, Wamu, ACDC, and Cars, which is the leader. And they fucking murk everybody in that camp, dude. Then Joseph and Joseph and Caesar run off, and they end up getting caught. Well, they try fighting at first. They try fighting. They end up trying to run off and retreat. They get caught, and... Joseph makes a deal with Wamu that in 30 days' time, he's going to fight him or he'll die of his heart poison. Let's talk about the Pillarmen real quick, about their characters. What At first, what we're introduced. So Wamu's yeah. definitely, he's a... Definitely the muscle. He's honorable. Not, he's not even bottom of the barrel. He's no, really I said the muscle. Oh, yeah, he's a muscle. He's yeah. a, But the thing is, he's like the honorable, noble yeah. warrior type. Easily. Yeah. I like how, I like that about him. I think it was like hard judging, uh, was it Joseph for like... Pretending to be down and shit, and then it turns out he's outsmarting him the whole time. Yeah, and he even makes a deal is like, like oh, give me thirty days and I'll beat you into the ground or some shit like that. But Wamu doesn't take any chances. He's like, yeah, I'll take you up on your deal. But put some shit on him. What no, he puts he fucking puts his hand to Joseph's chest. Does he put a ring over like it's his a, freaking it, heart? Yeah, he puts a ring over one of his circulatory veins and shit, like right next to his heart. Yeah, and um, if he does, if he fails to beat him or show up. Or kill it'll, him. Wasn't it kill him? It'll kill him. 
It's like some kind of poison. No, no, if he, if he doesn't kill Wamu, the thing... Oh, yeah, if he doesn't kill Wamu, then the thing will kill him. And yeah. Cars also takes... No. Uh, I think it's, he does, right? No, ACDC. ACDC does it. Cars says that he isn't interested in doing anything like that. ACDC takes a... <laughs> his fucking leaves his neck. Yeah. ACDC takes a precaution and puts something in his neck, right? Yeah. Oh, it's around his uh, trachea, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I swear. Mm-hmm. Look it up real quick. I thought it was just in his heart. No, but that after was they're done, They just leave him there, right? Yeah, after they're done, they just leave him there. And that's when they go to Lisa Lisa, which is uh, Caesar's mentor in Hamon. And they kind of just... Again, the main part... Well, it's like a good, like, what, four episodes of them just training? Are you looking it up? Yeah. ACDC. These guys are, like, old school. Game's <clears throat> sake, ACDC. Ah, uh, that's why I was wondering, like, doesn't he sound a lot like ACDC? Yeah, I swear, dude, like, dude, these references These are names are just, their name is, I think you were telling me it were the... They're named after bands the and songs and, and stuff shit. like that. Oh, remember we had Flame Mode? Stands, dude. Oh, that's right. He can go, like, fucking engulf himself in flames and shit. Flame Mode. But I um, want to go watch Golden Wind now. So after they're training with Lisa Lee's for yeah, so episodes, yeah, so don't after they get this, trainers too. Yeah, they have they have their like own personal trainers too to yeah. help them train in Hamon and shit. And I'm that's not, like for like a good not, like three or four episodes straight. No, but then they also the reveal like what the Pillarmen want. So there's a specific stone mask that they have, and they have to put like some kind of red stone called the Red Stone of Asia, and they put that in the mask and then put the mask on themselves. They become fucking gods, like actual like fucking gods. Like they'll attain mastery over everything, essentially. Yeah. Which not every like that's not as far as intellect goes, but as far as like what they can do and shit. And we'll get into their powers later on because it's fucking crazy what happens with cars. But um, during one of their final tests, uh, ACDC shows up to fuck their day up. He kills Joseph's personal trainer. Yeah, he, like, what does he do? He, like, decapitates him, I think, right? Yeah, it was something fast. Like, he didn't stand a chance. Yeah, he fucking sauced him on, on Joseph's trainer. And then Joseph ends up fighting ACDC and makes him cry, too. <laughs> you oh, all yeah. remember that? He's, he's like, like, why am I losing? Like, he's, like, fucking <laughs> tears streaming down and shit. That freaked me out. I was like, bro, is he, like, fake? And I was like, oh, look, he's crying. Is yeah, he's, mean? like, fucking bawling his eyes out. I, like, I think that was just comic relief because, like, the way they killed Joseph's personal trainer was, like, fucking brutal. Oh, yeah, kills in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Like, important kills, at least. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, are you serious? Which, we'll, oh, we can't talk about Diamond. God damn it, Nick. You know what I'm talking about. What? What's been in the One of the characters that's in Diamond. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, uh, so I'm Joseph ends up fighting ACDC, and I think he just narrowly oh, wins, right? Loggins. That's a, that's a strange name. He's Loggins. actually named after Kenny Loggins. Yeah, that's a, oh. yeah, another fucking reference. And so was the other guy. What was his name? I don't remember. It's on the top Holland. of my tongue. Ho- was it Holland? No. Holland. Just look at that. Um, look at major battles. Or just look up Caesar's Homo uh, Trainer. Caesar's Trainer. <coughs> Christian, fucking help me. Uh, I don't know. It's not that important. Let's just keep moving on. We'll keep, yeah, we'll keep moving on. But I think Joseph just narrowly wins, right, Christian? Yeah. Like, by the skin of his fucking teeth. For ACDC? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I forget. He pulled some sort of, like, really... Sl- oh, Messina. Messina, that was the name. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Messina. He used to perform with Kenny Loggins. But, um, so, Joseph narrowly wins, 
And the next episode is like, oh god, that's when Joseph's checking out Lisa. Lisa, he's looking through the door hole. He's like, nice. (laughs) It's so dumb, dude. Dude, some of the Japanese. Well, he didn't know yet. That's so gross, bro. But um, when he finds out, they show a picture of him on the ship. He's just like, oh. Okay, he's like, oh, fuck. He's like, still beat. Do you remember what happens at this point, Christian? Well, what ACDC does? So ACDC is actually alive. Somewhat. Yeah. Do you remember what happens or no? I forget. What did he do? So ACDC, his whole body is like fucking dead, right? But his brain is so alive. And it's got like tentacles and shit coming out. Oh, That's exactly like yeah. the thing. I swear to God. And it attaches... To one of uh, Lisa Lisa's like uh, maids or some oh, shit. Um, oh yeah, Susie Q. Yeah, Susie, Susie Q. Q. Dude, Dude it was, this is like some. This is pretty fucking creepy. Like using like twisted to an extent. It so the brain attaches herself itself to Susie Q on the back of her head, and then it takes control of her and shit to mm. get the red stone of Asia, which is what they want. Yeah, and uh, there a whole battle ensues. But the thing is, they can't fight the Susie Q though. Because any damage they do on her is also reflected onto the the host. So they're kind of put in a tough spot. Oh, yeah. So, so they're just like, oh, fuck. And then, I forget, Joseph rips it off, and then he, like, turns around, and the sunlight's, like, right there. Because I think uh, Caesar opened the fucking curtains, right? Yeah. But it was too late, because at this point, they already, like, shipped out the Red Sun of Asia. To, where was it? Oh, fuck, where um, did they go? It was Switzerland. Was it Switzerland? Yeah. Oh, it was all snowy, that's right. And then, doesn't Von Stroheim come back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'll it's let you take it from here, Nick, okay? Nick, this is your favorite part. Oh, goddamn. Do you remember what it, fucking happened. So what happens... I just remember when Von Stroheim comes back. They so go they go to a, a ski resort in Switzerland. Was it a ski resort? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a big cabin. There was like people in it. Yeah, so they go to Switzerland. They go uh, retrieve this red Asia and shit. And uh, that's when they uh, they get captured by the Nazis again. But person we thought was fucking dead, he blew himself up with a grenade. They never explained how they put him back together. Well, Von Stroheim's alive, yeah. but he's all like cybernetic and shit. Yeah, he's like cyborg. He's exactly like his cyborg. His chest is a fucking cannon, and like one of his eyes is gone, so it's just like a metal like, piece where like from this point on, like Von Stroheim is just like completely natural to cut body parts off because they're all metal. So like he'll be fighting and he'll be like falling apart. Yeah, he'll lose his legs <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. and arms. And he's, and he's just, just like let's fucking go, like shit. <laughs> And so... I like all of his grit, bro. They set up some kind of trap to attract cars to the fucking uh, cabin that they're in. And that's when they were like, Monstrum's alive and shit. Oh, yeah, he fights him, right? And he and fights him. He's yeah. actually doing pretty good. Oh, here's the thing. So each of the main three pillar men have a unique power. So um, they have a horn, too. ACDC had two horns, right? Yeah. ACDC yeah. had two horns, and his ability was to go into flame mode and shit. Flame mode. And then Wongo had that Wongo had the single horn... But he had a Divine Sandstorm. Divine Sandstorm. That was cool. That was. And he turned into complete fucking beast when they released a horn, too. Like, they're devils of essentially at that point. What the fuck, Alex? But, uh... What the hell is that? (laughs) Wait, pause. I don't know what the fuck this is. It's like Molester Moon. I'm gonna molest you! (laughs) (laughs) But, um... It's stupid. So, so, yeah, so Von Stroheim fights cars, and cars just think he has blades that come out of his elbows. Oh, yeah. Not just regular blades, they also rotate like a fucking chainsaw. This this is when we find out that Von Stroheim's like a metal man, basically. Yeah, because he he fucking, like, he he tries to cut it, no, he doesn't cut him in half yet, he tries to, but then he puts his fucking, like, just his arm up and shit. Oh, yeah, he cuts, like, cars cut, like, three or four Nazis in the room in half, too. (laughs) 
like Ron, Ron still had was just like chilling in the chair. Remember? Yeah, he's just like he like just that. has a trench coat too because <laughs> yeah. he's all robot, so he just has to hide it. It's just like this is where my memory gets a little bit fuzzy here. Something happens and he chases after. Oh, he gets Redstone Asia. That's right, cars. Mm-hmm. And then Joseph chases after him in the stone shit, and then that's kind of the end of that. Joseph gets it back. Uh, no, they don't. Yeah, they do. Did Not somebody yet. fall down like a big ravine? Yeah, Joseph history? did. Yeah. No, they do get it back. That's right. That's Lisa, Lisa like... got it back. And then Joseph uses Hamon to connect all these different uh, icicles. This is pretty fucking dope. So with oh, Hamon, yeah. it kind of gives you mastery over your environment and shit. It makes you sticky. And it's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. And uh, where do they go after that? Where do they go? I think they're still in Switzerland, right? Yeah, no, they're still in Switzerland. So... Joseph and Caesar get into an argument or some shit. And by this point, like, they got, like, a... They have the oh, upper hand. man, we don't show affection, but, like, you're my bro and shit. Like, that yeah. kind of relationship. They have the upper hand by this point because, A, it's the daytime. They built up some comrades. They did have the upper hand. It's it's the daytime. They have a lot of reinforcements in the Nazi units behind them. They're well-trained. Oh, yeah, now. they're working well tra- with Nazis now, too. <laughs> they're, they're well-trained. They're good Nazis. They have the Redstone Asia, and they have pretty much all the good hormone uses right there. The problem was they had an argument about how they're going to defeat the Pillar Men. It wasn't, no, it was something about... Yeah, Caesar so wanted to attack them during the day in the house, and Joseph wanted to wait That's what they night. were arguing about at first, but it wasn't too bad, and then Jonathan brought something up about Joseph. Caesar's dead. Or Joseph brought something about Caesar's dead. Joseph, yeah, he, he was like... about his dad, and he's like, you don't know me like that. Because Caesar wanted to avenge his father, and then he's... Caesar and, wanted to avenge his father, and then he talked to Joseph and said, Joseph's a coward for not wanting to avenge his grandfather. And Joseph basically said, why do you want to avenge a man that you don't even know? Oh, yeah, some oh, shit along yeah. the lines of that. And that's that Caesar often gets pissed. And then and Caesar he goes, goes off in, on his own. And they go into this abandoned church where Wamu and um, cars are hiding out at. This is, dude, this is probably one of the saddest character deaths I've, like, ever fucking seen, honestly. Like, this is really, like, this took a toll. I, started, I, I don't know about y'all. I'll admit, I fucking cried when Caesar died. I felt really sad. What do you think? You got teary-eyed, right? Yeah, yeah I did. What about was, you, Christian? I was a little bit sad. So, sad. Caesar goes into the abandoned church, and he fights uh, Wamu. He has, like, a... He's improved his uh, Hamon bubble technique and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Can they he, have like, little, inside of it, too? Yeah, they have, like, fucking razors on the side made of air and shit. It's and they cool. cut up Wamu. And uh, he actually, like, does a pretty good job of fighting back against Wamu and shit. He, like, critically injures him and shit. And Don't I they fall back, though? I forget like, what oh. happens, but uh, Wamu gets the upper hand somehow. He used Divine Sandstorm. Oh, yeah, and he didn't think he was going to use it or some shit, right? Yeah. Because it was, like, such a close space. Yeah. Because he had... Divine Sandstorm isn't as well-controlled as everybody thought it was. So, he risked, the, he risked tearing down the entire house during daytime, which would kill Wamu in the process. Yeah. If he used Divine Sandstorm. But Wamu ended up using it, and... Mm. It didn't tear he, down the house or anything. Or it didn't tear down the church, but Caesar didn't factor that in. And, and but Caesar fucking it was like he was gonna die, but oh dude, the way he died too, fuck. So Caesar gets like he's like on dust dust doorstep and shit, and a piece of rubble falls out and fucking crushes him. And it was a cross. Yeah, and it was in the shape of a cross too, like a whole big ass slab of stone falls and crushes Caesar. Like, and then uh, Lisa, Lisa, and Joseph go in. And it's obviously too late, but um, they're looking for him and shit. And they realize. And it's when they realize, like, even Joseph's like, I'm afraid to call it his name because I know there's not going to be an answer or some shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that was sad. And then even Lisa, Lisa's like, well, he gets pissed because he's like, because Lisa, Lisa's like, we can't lose our focus. We have to keep going. 
Yeah. And he gets pissed, and that's when he realizes like he she, he does she does care, but she can't lose her composure. Yeah. And that's when uh, doesn't he take his uh, <coughs> his scarf too? Yeah. He, like ties over his head. Yeah. So like, oh, Caesar left a bandana that was that he infused with the last bit of Hummel that he had. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when Joseph puts it on. That's his like kind of signature look. Yeah, that's his look now. Karate Kid. Be but then a little bit of rubble falls off from the ceiling yeah, and it shines on the cross or the stone slab whatever you want to call it that crush you see the blood coming out from oh them. yeah and you just see all this blood flowing out and shit and that's it's what dude, everyone loses their shit like Lisa Lisa starts fucking bawling her eyes out <laughs> that's when you see Joseph fucking cry I'll say this the dub I think is way better in Battle Tensei yeah because when he starts crying in Japanese I, I'm not gonna lie that's kind of funny yeah. <laughs> that sounds fucked. Nah. Well, no, it's because they have an accent. So it's, instead of Caesar, it's like, she's Like, <laughs> some shit. But no. But it after, was a really fucking powerful character. Death. After that, they go back to Italy. They go to Rome. Was it Rome? Yeah, the Colosseum, remember? Oh, that's right. So that's when they go to a call. They go to. Uh, well, no, they confront cars and shit. They confront cars. At the, at the church yeah. in Switzerland. Yeah. And that's when, like, okay, we're going to, like, they essentially plan a meet-up. And I think he takes Lisa Lisa hostage, too, right? Um, does he? Yeah, I think he does. No, no, because they have a fight, right? No, he, he does. Yeah, he takes Lisa Lisa he hostage. He takes Lisa Lisa hostage and shit because, like, they're completely outmatched at this point. And Mambo's already kind of recovered from his fight with Caesar. And so they meet up in Rome at the Coliseum. Which, uh, I think, yeah, Carver's made a giant army of undead. Yeah, he's got a giant army of undead and vampires and shit. Like, not just, like, how it was in Phantom Blood, where they're just, like, regular citizens with clothes and shit, just, like, fucking monsters. They're, like, trained and shit. They're, like, trained and smart and shit, can fucking talk and think for themselves. Fucking crazy. That was kind of scary. And then Wamu and Joseph have a battle in the chariots. Yeah. That that was was actually a really cool fucking fight. That was badass. That was so cool to watch. What were the terms? You can either get killed on the chariot, or if you fall off, you're gonna die too right yeah. essentially like you can still fight back but now joseph ends up outsmarting Wamu, right yeah he does and i think he was he? he decapitates him mm-hmm. he cuts off Wamu's head that's right or some shit like that he he, he maims him pretty hard and Wamu admits defeat Wamu was blinded at one point i remember that yeah he gets blinded on the chairs oh yeah and the horses are vampires too that's right yeah. Even Joseph's like, how the fuck do I know? Like, yeah, they're turn on horses. He's like, how the fuck do I drive? <laughs> that shit was so funny, dude. And uh, Cars is holding Lisa Lisa hostage at this point as like a safety measure, I guess. And at this point, uh, oh, Monster, the Nazis are Monster Oheim comes back. Yeah. He has like this giant army of people with UV cannons and shit. Yeah. They don't come Just out until the after the battle with Wamu, though. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of like the last, they, like, they save him. Oh, one thing we forgot to mention earlier, after he kills ACDC, he takes his lip ring, which has the antidote for what ACDC put around his trachea, mm-hmm. and it dissolves whatever was there. And same thing with Wamu, but Wamu respected him as a warrior, too, because remember all the fucking zombies and shit rushed Joseph? Yeah. And he's like, stay back! I was like, get the fuck away, essentially. And he, like, killed his own men and shit in defense of Joseph. Yeah. Respect. Kinda. And then cars crushed his skull. <laughs> Dude, Cars is cold, bro. Cars didn't give a fuck, dude. He, yeah. like, completely, like, He's shit one of the last Wamu's people Joseph like, fights, right? Huh? He's one of the last people that Joseph, like, fights. Is it was, like, the was the last person Joseph fight. Yeah, Cars was the last of the Pillarmen at this point. So, and that's when they dive into the background of the Pillarmen, too. It was, like, during, the, like, the Mayan Empire or some shit. Mm-hmm. And it, like, reveals uh, why Cars made that. So, it turns out that there was two species of humans. 
the people like you and me, like that species, and then the subspecies, they weren't vampires, but they were extremely sensitive to sunlight. But they were more advanced and lived underground. But uh, people like cars wanted to rule over the regular humans, which is why they created the stone mask to give themselves power. But the stone mask also made them, gave them. The yeah, in order to life. satiate that power, they, they also had to live off life. Yeah, or life force and shit, which is blood essentially. So the pillarmen actually aren't evil. They in, weren't. In nature. Well, they kind of were. The pillarmen were not the regular subspecies. Yeah. Because even remember, they even like cast out cars. Like, how could you do this? Like, this goes against everything we believe in. Yeah. And then cars and go fuck. He puts on the stone mask and he kills his own people. Like fuck. And then he takes a baby, which was uh, he takes two babies because it's him and ACDC that are adults, and he takes Wamu and Sanvento. Yeah. And that's pretty much the background of the Pillarman in a nutshell. And then Joseph fights him. And, just, and um, wait, why did Sanvento kind of look like Jonathan Joestar? Did y'all ever? Did y'all make that connection? Did you think? I didn't that? think he looked anything like Jonathan Joestar. Nah, I might be misremembering, but when I first saw it, I was like, "Yo, I was like." I think you're both. I think you're thinking about Star Platinum. Maybe. Okay, Wait, Star Platinum does look like Jonathan Joestar. You can't change. Yeah, mind. yeah, he does. That's got to be like his freaking lineage. Just like that's what I'm saying. In the form of a stand. But uh, we'll get to Stardust Crusaders, which is oh, it's so fucking good. Well, let's finish Battle Tennessee. So. Joseph fights cars and shit, and it looks like he's won. And then, and, but remember, he had Lisa, Lisa hostage and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took the redstone to Asia while she was because she got knocked unconscious, I think, at one point, right? Yeah. And so they're about to blast him with UV light, and then he looks up and he already has redstone to Asia. And uh, it needs sunlight to and, activate. Yeah, it needs sunlight to activate. That's the thing. And then Stroheim's like, "No, he's like, no, me. stop it!" But it's too late. The cannons fire. And it triggers it, and there's this big-ass fucking, like, explosion and shit. And the mask falls off, and he looks pretty normal afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. But, he, like, he's kind of, like, you can tell he was, like, trying to, like, get used to whatever's going on. When does the squirrel part come out? After the sunlight? Before? It's after the sunlight, right? Yeah. It's before. It's after. So the sunlight comes out, and they're like, oh, he's about to die. Like, the sunlight's gonna uh, kill him. And then the sunlight comes out, and nothing happens. He's a tame... Like, he's actually a fucking god. This dude takes his like own hand at one point. After seeing a squirrel on the ground, he transforms his hand into a squirrel. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, like a squirrel and shit. Like, it's all cuddly. And goes up to the other squirrel that I mimicked. And it starts fucking eating it. <laughs> you all remember that shit? Like, towards head off yeah. and shit. She was dark as fuck. And then he ends up... So, Joseph... He loses all hope of fighting him with Hama. Like, yeah. this guy's a god. This well, is- not at first. He tried to. But nothing, it didn't affect him, and he didn't think he was using it right. So, he ends up uh, leading, he does a, I got a master plan. And then he runs Run! Away. And he runs away, because he knows Cars is going to come after him. Cars blames Joseph for everything that's happened up to this point. The Losing, death of all the pillar Death men. of all the pillar men, and all the, all the heart and sacrifice that's gone to waste, essentially. But the pow- one of the powers of Cars now at this point is, he has mastery over nature. Yeah. He can give himself wings and shit, he can grow a shell... He can transform parts of his body into animals and shit. Yeah. Do you remember when he has wings? Oh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but... So, he, he ends up growing wings to chase down... Joseph, who hops in a, in a bomber in a bomber jet. No, no, this is or a plane or before that. When he's running. Oh, yeah, when he's running, he grows the wings. That's right, he's chasing after him. And that's when he hops in the jet and shit and takes off. Yeah, he hops in the plane to, like, draw them away. Yeah, he hops in the plane, and he, and he like, starts flying away and shit. It turns out that Cars, even though he has mastery over nature, he can't... He just doesn't have every power. He can't be super... <coughs> he doesn't have super speed. Yeah, he doesn't have super flight speed or anything. 
So he outruns him for a period of time. But he catches up and he starts shooting his feathers into the plane. They turn into like they turn into steel. Spikes or something. No, they turn <sighs> They turn into spikes and then they turn into piranhas. That's right. He yeah. turns his fucking, fucking... So the feathers weird. he shoots out from his wings turn to stone spikes which pierce the fucking uh, jet and shit. And they, then they pierce... Yeah, <laughs> and they then, pierce the engine, right? Yeah, and so down. he starts going down near a volcano. And then... And then uh, the fucking... <laughs> the fucking stakes and shit or the pikes whatever you want to call them. Turn into... They turn into piranhas and shit. And he started fucking biting Joseph and he crashes into the fucking ground. Oh, and Von Stroheim's with him too. Okay, okay. I was gonna save that but yeah. Um, yeah, he's in like the fucking little uh, the landing gear. Yeah, <laughs> somehow fucking caught on. And he's so just like nobody, oh. so nobody's seen Von Stroheim to this point. Everybody just kind of assumed that he was gonna be a background character for the rest of the arc. And then out of nowhere, the landing gear comes out and Von Stroheim's there. Yeah, like he's I forget on. exactly what he does. He does some sort of like weird ass move where he keeps... oh yeah, he like launches his fists at fucking cars. Yeah. and punches them. And Cars cuts him in half, right? <laughs> yeah, he yeah, does. He cuts him in half Still again. Alive, yeah, Cars cuts him in half, and he lands on the volcano with not the lava part because they land inside it, but it's like, like not erupted yet. It's, like, it's not yeah. part of the crust and shit. And then uh, Joseph essentially uses the plane. Oh yeah, uh, Von Strohm punches Cars in front of the plane, and the plane crashes starts the- crashes uh, Cars into the lava and shit. And you think we've won again, right? Then and, like, out, everything's, yes. like, all hunky-dory and shit. He puts the Von Strom on his back, and he's walking away from the volcano. Or walking to get out of the volcano and shit. Yeah. And Monstro. then the, it starts erupting, and you just see fucking Cars' blades come out and chop off Joseph's hand. Oh, yeah. This, I was like, oh, my God. What did you think, Alex, about that shit when it happened? Did that. you think he was dead? Like, honestly? Yeah, for I thought it was there, but then, I, I, I just I forgot he got his hand cut off. <laughs> I thought he was dead. He has a robot hand in Stardust. I, thought, I that, totally forgot about that. I thought Cars was dead for sure, because you even see his skull melting and shit in the lava. Well, we thought it was a skull, and it turned out that something that he had another ability called Trick Armor, where he turns himself into a giant crab shell. And, well, like, he tried doing the crab shell, but it didn't work. And he did some kind of other organic material, yeah. which essentially produces air bubbles, so it replenishes the armor at the same time. Yeah. So, so Cars comes out and cuts off his hand. And uh, Joseph's like on his fucking knees. He's like, oh. oh, and he tries using Hamon. This is when he gives up using Hamon. He tries using Hamon on cars. But the thing is, cars is like infused with Hamon at this point, too. So the Hamon reflects back and <laughs> melts his fucking knee. Yeah. You remember that I shit? I remember that. His knee was all like melted with Hamon inside of it. He's like, oh. and even cars is like, Hamon did that. And he's like, like, you're fucking done. And all this other shit. And then at this moment, and everybody thinks it's just over. The volcano explodes. Well, what happened is he tried using some kind of power, and then uh, he blocked using the redstone of Asia. And that's when he's like, oh, the stone amplifies Hamon. And then the volcano erupts, and then... Uh, I, forget, I don't know what happens at this point. Is he using Hamon to project the projectiles? Uh, or is it just luck? It was just luck. So... Um, luckily enough, <coughs> there was no way to get off the platform because of the amount of pressure that was being pushed upward. Uh, only Joseph was able to get off the platform along with Von Stroheim. Not even get off the platform, he was stuck on there. Just, his was so fucking thick and big, it didn't go all the way up. Yeah. 
So Cars is wings and shit. Like, he's trying to escape, but he's the wind escape. pressure, the air pressure is just launching him into space. And then he gets pulled into the stratosphere, and we never see him again. Well, he tries using air to, like, push himself back in, but then mm-hmm. those freeze up. It's a vacuum. And he, like, freezes into this, like, fucking asteroid meteorite thing and floats he just off into flies space. up. Yeah. That's, that was kind of satisfying. Because he's, he's still alive the yeah, whole time. Yeah, he's alive, by the way. He's not he's dead. It's as if he's, like, petrified again. He's, like, he's yeah. basically like a god, so he can't be dead. He just gotta live in it's space. It's ironic. Yeah, he, like, fucking ends off he where he's do anything but fucking stuck in space. Petrified. Which, um, yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> and then it says, it gives us another title card, and it says, 1938, Joseph Joestar has died at the age of 18. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, dude. Yeah, we were, I was honestly just like, you know what? I was like, I expected I was like, I, I, I kind of expected him to die, because at this point, this I, was like, the I, thought the, I, I thought Phantom Blood said the president said every Joestar was going to die. Yeah, me too. But then we end up going to his funeral, and every he, he shows up to his own funeral. He pulls up. <laughs> he crashes with, his own with funeral. With Susie B. Susie Q. Or Susie Q. Dude, it's funny how, like, any be. side character in the show, if they're introduced, they can be flushed out. They can be killed instantly. Like, they really can't. They, they can flush be in, out like, Susie Q and start They can be in three arcs. Yeah, they did. So, but uh, yeah, he's dating Susie Q. He pulls it no, not dating. Funeral. Marries. He marries her because Wait, he, he already married her. What the fuck? She yeah, like it was she like it, him back to hell. Yeah, it was like over the course of a month, right? Yeah, it was a month later. Uh, she was supposed to send a mail. She was supposed to send a mail that a he telegraph. was like, re- yeah, a telegraph that he was like <laughs> recovering in Italy and like uh, every bone in his forgot. body was broken. Yeah, so he survived <laughs> the fall. So what happened is he was still on the platform, but the platform he was on was so fucking big and so thick, it didn't go all the way up. So it came fucking crashing back down to the ocean. And he broke every bone in his body. So Susie Q nursed him back to health and shit. And then um, they go to the funeral. He crashes his own funeral. And then the epilogue starts. The epilogue starts and it shows what happens to all the characters. And this is at the point where anybody who was alive for Phantom is... It was a bittersweet moment. Yeah. I was because especially when they uh, with Speedwagon shit. Arena died, in her Arena died in 1951. And Speedwagon passed. She, yeah, so Speedwagon died at 80 years old because of a heart attack, and he had no family. Yeah, they even and, like they even like they reinforced that too. Like a true bachelor, he left no family behind and shit. Yeah, that, he was a that criminal. Hurt me, dude, I was like, he so went from like a criminal to owning time. like fucking. He was like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, he had, like, no no marriage, no kids, no remaining family. It was just him. Lisa Lisa ended up moving on with her life. and finding Oh, that's when they revealed that, uh... They already revealed it earlier, but that's... They revealed that Joseph learned it eventually, too. That Lisa Lisa was his mom. Oh, let's explain that real quick. So, the baby that you see Arena holding in Fan- at the end of Phantom Blood... This is Lisa Lisa. No. <laughs> it's, uh, some fucking random kid. No, no, it's Lisa Lisa, remember? And then the baby... She oh, was, you're right, it's Lisa Lisa. And she was pregnant with George Joestar Jr. Yeah. So, she was holding... The baby she was holding was Lisa Lisa. And Straitso ended up adopting her, by the way. Which I, we forgot to mention earlier. Yeah. Because Lisa Lisa was fucking pissed at... I'm not even pissed. She was conflicted. Because... At Joseph. Because she understood why he killed him. But she was also salty because she he also raised her. And trained her in homo, too. Yeah. So... So, but uh, Arena was pregnant with uh, Jonathan's son at the time, who ended up getting killed. One of uh, <laughs> Dio's minions from Phantom Blood ended up living on into the next century. He became a colonel in the uh, Royal United, Air Force. In the Royal Air Force, and uh, George he, learned it. And he tried to expose. No, him. no, he learned. Uh, Dio's minion learned that he was a Josar. Yeah. And tried killing him, but George did not know how to use Hamon. So he got fucked. Yeah, he got killed. Defenseless. And Lisa Lisa got fucking pissed. And she knows how to use Hamon. And she fucking sauced him. 
Yeah. But in the process, made her a criminal because no one else knew that he was a fucking zombie and shit. So she changed her name. I forget her real name. What was her real name? I forget. Just Lisa. But uh, she Lisa. changed her name to Lisa Lisa and moved to Elizabeth. Italy and lived in secrecy. Yeah, it was she <coughs> she ended up dying too. I forget yeah. of what. Didn't how old no. was she actually? Because wasn't she using Hammond to make herself like younger? Hammond slows down your aging process. Yeah, she was fifty. Yeah, she was like fifty, and she looked like twenty five. But so that's crazy. So what ended up happening is everything is all is well. Uh, Joseph becomes a real estate mogul. Yeah. Is it real estate? Yeah. Remember they they say it in um they say it in Diamond. <coughs> Remember he's like. You're uh, Jotaro Kujo, the grandson of Joseph Joestar, the real estate mogul from the U.S. Oh, that's right. But, but uh, what ends up happening is we think all is well. And then it goes 50 years into the future, somewhere in the In Atlantic. the 80s. 1988. 1988. And then they show they show a scene says somewhere in the Atlantic. And it's a crew of people and they're basically going through. Well, they know there's a shipwreck. There's the treasure hunters, and then they bring up this coffin from the middle of the Atlantic. And you just see on the words on the coffin, and it the, says Dio. Oh, yeah, it was. Ooh, as soon as I saw that, dude, I was like, no fucking way! And I, I was hoping, at that point, I knew what Dio had done, but I was hoping it wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. But Jeez. let's just re- so recap a battle to see what did y'all think at the end? I liked it. It was a really good arc. Better than the first one. Really Way better than the first. Characters. I honestly remember really being funny, very, too. very A lot of comic really nice. relief. It was definitely entertaining, too. Very entertaining. Especially very the, funny, too. Especially with the shit like, Nick's you're gonna say, and it's like, blah, blah, blah. It's fun to watch. It's Although really I don't remember all the bits and pieces right now, I do remember being very entertained. It was very good quality content that was out there. The animation great. was definitely so good, It was too. great. And the battles were pretty nice, too, compared to like, all, it, the, all the other animes I've seen, too. I mean, it's not like, you know, revolutionary or anything, but it's, it's a pretty good story. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And then we get to Stardust, which picks up in 1988. <laughs> Dude, Stardust? This is where, I'll say, JoJo got put into the mainstream. Did. I, for me, personally, at least. I've, as far as I noticed it. So... Stardust picks up in 1988. Do you want to explain the whole thing? I'm assuming everyone here has already seen it. So let's let's just pick our favorite parts. There are 50 episodes. We're not going to go through them. We're not going to go through every episode. Because after a while, it gets repetitive to an extent. I was sitting here and I was like, Damn, they're really going through the whole battle tendencies. I was like, bro, I think we should just cover, like, big subjects and talk about well, those ones are it. Well, here's the thing of battle tendencies. Like, it's short enough that we It was short enough that we could talk about it, but the thing is, each... No, we didn't talk about each episode, but we the did. story itself... Yeah, y'all went through all the episodes, bro. But the thing no, is, we they were we went all... Each episode. They were all individual, for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, they were all... They all had their yeah, own no, focus and shit. They were all no. different... How, how about we do this for Stardust? We'll talk about the main quest line, right? Well, and then, we'll talk about the beginning... And we'll Let's talk about, about when all the characters meet and then when they start like set off on the. Uh, yeah, so here's the thing it. with Stardust Crusaders. I'll say this for the most part. It's kind of of a tournament arc to an extent. Here, as I'll, far as the how and what they fight. Here, I'll just go. I'm gonna go ahead and give a brief summary because I know I can explain it to the point where we're not going through episode one by one. So, it, even though I'm starting it like that, I am gonna say that it starts off in 1988. Um, 50 years after the events of Battle Tendency, Joseph's an old man by this point. He's married to, not Lisa Lisa, he's married to Susie Q. He goes to Japan to visit his daughter, technically. Well, that's not the only reason he's Uh, Okay, but let me... He goes to Japan to visit his daughter, and while he's there, he finds out that 
his son Jotaro, who's half Japanese, half American, is like this really, really punk, edgy kid. Like, and then <laughs> he's in prison. He's in prison for <laughs> calling him all a bitch, dude. Yeah, when I heard <laughs> that, like, like shut up, fuck bitch. this guy. Little yeah, fuck. I thought he was like, I was like, God damn, bro. Right, I was like, this right. is a step down. Okay. I'm back, Christian. Go, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. It's important. Is the camera dying? Yeah, it's gonna be, uh, yeah. I'll change it. When it's it important. Out. It's important to mention he calls his mom a bitch just to get Very the kind important. of guy. It, it but it's also up his character. It's also important to mention that this is the first Jotaro that start. Uh, the first Joe Star that starts out in jail. <coughs> yes, it that's is. true. So he starts out in jail because he uh, beat like three guys half to death. One of them was an ex boxer, and afterwards. After he meets up with his grandfather, he says that he has some sort of evil spirit in his system and that he doesn't want to leave it because he's worried he's well, going to Well, no, hurt. that's what he tells his mom at first. Because he's worried he's going to hurt other people. So he tells his mom that... Well, they don't believe him. Yeah, they don't... I know they don't believe him. He tells his mom that nobody believes him. We'll explain that later. Uh, Joseph shows up and he shows his evil spirit off and Joseph can see it. And then he brings in this black dude named... Fucking! I only think he's black. He, I think he's Arab. What's his name? He's supposed to be Arab. Abdul. Abdul. Mohammed. Did you really forget? How could you forget about your favorite? I don't. I don't know. I forgot. He brings in this black dude named Mohammed Abdul, and basically, goaded. Yeah, goaded. He's like, I'll get your grandson out. He's like, I'll get your grandson out of the uh, jail cell. He's like, okay. And Joe Turo calls his bluff at first, and then the giant, like, weird, muscular bird, cardinal man thing. Are you summarizing? Manly yeah. Okay. Uh, he ends up fight. He ends up having a giant fight, and they explain that these he thinks is a new power. This is an important mention. They threw out there's freaking Hamon. There's a new power. Yeah, Hamon. Even though it exists, nobody. It's useless at this point. It's useless compared. He only to uses it beyond. Like, Joseph only uses it once in the in the start of season. Actually, uses it twice. 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 It's like time. a handful of times he uses he it. Uses it a handful of times. For the most part, it's gone. They don't use it anymore. So there's this new power called. Uh, stands. Stands are a representation of your energy depending on your mental strength. So if you're really strong mentally, you're going to have a really strong stand. So it's like a physical manifestation that only other stand users can see. Based on your mental power. Based on your mental power. Joseph being a headstrong asshole, or Jotaro being a headstrong asshole, has a really, really strong stand. Oh, so low-key, uh, Jotaro is like beating up on some defenseless-ass people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're like over here like, hey, you want some trouble, bro? And he's getting beat up from the side. You can't even see what the fuck's <laughs> hitting you. So, jo- so he ends up getting in a giant fight with this guy named Avdol. And after that, they ex- after that, um, he gets out of jail. They explain... Uh, Avdol, and, Avdol and Joseph give Jotaro the rundown about Dio. At first, he wasn't really too interested, and then he ends up getting in a fight with this guy named Kakion at his school. Kakyon. And this guy Kakyon. like this guy's like all demented and shit, and they're like, "What the fuck?" He beats Kakion to a pulp because his, st- his stand is like way stronger. And then, uh, however, no, Hydrophyrin Green, Hydrophyrin Green, Hydrophyrin Green, yeah. No, how do you pronounce Hyorphan it? Hydrophyrin Green. Are you talking the Japanese version? I can't speak. Okay, you're learning Japanese. Yes, I know. But um, he gets in a fight with the, this other guy named Kakion. It turns out that Kakion's been brainwashed by Dio. He removes the fucking seed and he realizes the, um, you know, he realizes the severity of the situation, including the fact that his mother has now fallen ill to the fact that she mentally can't support her stand. So they all set oh, off. like manifesting. They all set off on this quest. It. They um, they get in a fight with a stand user in 
China on an airport, and they realized, okay, we can't take fucking planes because deals. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh, got the so tower. Many. Oh, they fucking crashed every plane they drive in the entire. Life. Oh yeah, Joseph's like, don't worry, I've been in three plane crashes. That's a running joke in Star Crusaders <laughs> is that every plane they get in gets fucking crashed. It's hilarious. Yeah, I think funny. personally. Yeah. cars. They crash land in China, and that's when they meet. So they realize that they can't take planes, so they're just gonna do a land trek all the way to Egypt from Japan, which is like fucking. They're from China now. Wait, wait, China. Wait, wait. Hold on, backtrack. You know, do you want to talk about everyone's like the main people's stands? Well, we're like, getting to main people. Like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll discuss their stands once everyone is in the picture. So okay. we now we have let's now, see. Now we have Jotaro, Jotaro, Abdol, Joseph, Avdal, and we're about to Kakuin, Kakion, and we're about to get the last member. Uh, yeah. No. the... We don't get to the last member until later on. Yeah. No, no, but the last, like, of the boys. Please. Okay. The boys? Yeah, exactly. What about, uh, what is he? Iggy. 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 Yeah, Iggy. <laughs> Bro, the episode when Iggy fights that fucking falcon. Oh, Dude, that, that shit was fucking... Shop. That was bad. The fan shot. Okay, let's, oh, let, we'll get fuck. to that. We'll get to that. See, that, that's something we'll flesh out and talk about more. Yeah. That's a, like, a standout episode. So... They end up meeting up in China with this this French guy with a flat top because it's the eighties, named uh, Polnareff, and Polnareff is basically like, nah, I work for Dio, I'm gonna sauce on all y'all. So Avdol fights him at first, and Avdol's actually doing a really good job. No, of he's actually no, he's getting his ass beat at first. He, he's getting his ass beat, and then he uses flame hurt. Wait, what? What was flame that? hurricane or some shit like that? I don't know, but he's pretty much been tumbling into the ground with his flames, and yeah. he surrounds Polnareff and burns him to a fucking crisp. Well, we thought he burned him to a crisp, but it turns out that his stand is very special and unique in consideration that he has actual armor layered onto the stand, as well as a rapier. Silver Chariot! Oh my god. Dude, that was... So Silver Chariot, now that he shed his armor, he's like 18 times as fast as he was beforehand. Fast as fuck. He was super fast, and I feel... Who who stepped in to help out uh, Abdel? Somebody stepped in. No, no one stepped in. No I think it was in. just Avdol. I think... Oh, yeah. Remember, Avdol did that... He did that surprise attack move. And that's what caught him off guard. It was yeah, like yeah. a rune or some shit. He did. He used some weird uh, flame flame rune, and he fucking burnt him to a crisp. And when he burnt him, he burnt off the fucking... What was it? The bud? The flesh bud. Yeah. He burnt off the flesh bud because oh, it turned right. out that Paul Narf is actually as well... Like under the influence of Dio, but not by his will. Same thing that with same Kakyo. thing that happened yeah. with Kakio. Everyone pretty much has these little like flesh bug, like so parasites that, that like, Dio implants into your head. It's like in your forehead or in your neck or something. Yeah, it like grabs onto your brain, and then it controls what you do. So now yeah. we have all five members. We'll start with the we'll start with the first one that we're introduced with as far as this band. Well, let's go over a couple of things that I feel are either important or kind of fucking funny, honestly. I think it was fucking funny is when Joe Joe throws in the prison and his sand is just bringing him shit like he has a fucking TV video yeah, he game set. Soda. He, he opens like, soda for him. They show up like <laughs> yeah. they show up like later and the stand has like manga and shit. Like, or oh, remember videos. he tries fucking shooting himself too. Oh yeah, and he catches the bullet. His yeah. stand fucking can't even let him kill himself. And like the police are freaking out at this point. They're like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Like, like what was cool the how prison, they introduced it, dude. Because all like, the what prisoners the hell? are freaking out. Just like, let us out. <laughs> 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 this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> Uh, one oh another important thing is the way they revealed what Dio had done too. So they're sitting at a cafe in Japan, and Joseph's kind of building it up, and that's when Joseph gets. I was like, give me the fucking picture. Oh, we forgot to go over Joseph's stand. Oh yeah. Okay, but we're, we're gonna get over the stands right now. Well, let's right. just talk about it now. Like, okay, yeah, go to stands first, okay. and I'll explain how they. Okay, so the, what Dio did. so Joseph's so is is Hermit Purple, and pretty much like he just he has to get a camera right. 
That's camera part of the He doesn't have to have yeah. a camera. Well, his powers are mainly just like tentacles. Oh yeah, like Herman Purple, like these little tentacles come out and he can use them to like grab onto stuff. Yeah, grab on. Or he can hack it. He can go into hack into uh, systems and shit. An too. interesting yeah. thing he can do with Hermit Purple is he can actually infuse his stand with Hollow. Oh, that's is, right. I which we see him do that. several times throughout the show. He, so he'll like um, he'll grab onto something. And well, there wasn't any demons or anything. There wasn't any undead, so no. But he uses it to like kind of useless. Not not holy because remember part of his hormone. He could also like go into like fucking rapid electrocute shit too. Yeah, yeah, that too. He could use hormone for doing that, or basically he could infuse his stand with hormone because that's what he is. You know, that's what he's known for. So that's a really interesting part of his stand, but it is considered one of the weakest in the arc. It is one of the weakest, but, but one... his tactical genius is what makes up for it. Part of another power he has is called Spirit Photography with Hermit Purple, and he can like so he can use Hermit Purple to like go into TVs and shit and like focus, and he'll be able to like find people. see like yeah. find certain people or reveal certain things and, like like through codes and shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they reveal what Dio did, which we haven't revealed yet. So Dio essentially took over Jonathan's body at the end of Phantom Blood. Yeah, which and they find out that through a spirit photo, yeah, a spirit photo that shows the uh, Joe Star birthmark, which is in the shape of shape of a shark. Fuck, I can't fucking talk, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the shape of a star at shape the base where the neck meets the torso. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and Joseph's like, "Oh, look behind your neck. Like you have one. I have one. All the Joe Stars have it." Like, Joseph gets pissed too at the dinner table too. Yeah. So they reveal He's like, that bastard took my grandfather's body. Oh, so they revealed that this is yeah. no, no, it's still going because oh, it's it recording through here. Cool, cool, cool. So they revealed that um, because Dio awakened his stand and he's in the body of the ancestor, the Joseph or the Joe Star bloodline, that everybody therefore will have a stand in the Joe Star bloodline thereafter. <laughs> Um, because Dio awakened that yeah. sand power through yeah. Jonathan's body. So it ends up. I so, gotta head out here in a second though. You do? Yeah, I gotta go fold my clothes in the dryer. You're good. For keep going. Huh? I do, bro. Don't worry. This, here's the thing. Well, we're not gonna take too long with Sardis because after a certain point, the episodes do get repetitive. Because again, like I said, our favorites. Okay. Like I said earlier, it essentially is a long tournament arc. Of them, because essentially after all the Stardust Crusaders are gathered up, it's essentially them fighting Dio's acolytes one by one. Which they, they didn't do that in Phantom Blood, mainly because they, they didn't have any powers. But again, the new power in Stardust Crusaders is stand power, which and is every, manifested through your mental power. And every stand power is unique. Yeah. Even so. in the show, it's like, oh, like this stand user. Like there's a whole announcer dude, and it's like, oh, this person's retired. Like when they die and shit, when they yeah. defeat him. Or when very, defeat- that's a good way at yeah, tournament. Like, Yes. I didn't even think about it that way. So and uh, the thing, the other thing is the all the main stands at least because there are two parts to Stardust Crusaders. There's Stardust Crusaders going to Egypt and Stardust Crusaders in Egypt. Yeah. On their way, each uh, stand uses the encounter. It's based around. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's based okay. around tarot cards. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah the tarot cards. Okay. So there's right. like again like Harry and Green, um, the, the dream, Lovers, the Dream guy. Uh, Death Thirteen. Yeah. Strength. Uh, strength. Oh god, that was a weird episode. Strength is fun. Oh, that's something important too. Oh, so the monkey. In the ep- that's something that <laughs> the monkey on the ship. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that off. whole episode. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so the thing about um, this is an important episode. Yeah. I feel 
So in the episode <laughs> Strength, it's revealed that animals can have stance too if they have the mental power for it. Yes. Because yeah. the host for Strength was a fucking orangutan, a pervy ass orangutan. Which is funny. And it like wasn't a stand out. like an entire fucking ghost. Do you remember ship? that shit? He like walked in on the girl like taking a bath and shit. He's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's reading Playboy <laughs> and shit. Did he fucking like show his chest like to mid defeat? He's like, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, and Joe's just like fucking in whales on him and shit. Dude. <laughs> That would be... I would say that was a standout episode because that revealed really important information that yeah. didn't come into play okay. until later. So let's you go think ahead. it's filler, but no. Let's go ahead and like introduce the stands again. So we introduced Joseph already with Hermit Purple. Jotaro. Go ahead jo- real quick. And then Jotaro, he Star has... Platinum. Was actually the most important stand, which is Star Platinum. The most powerful stand, most too. Powerful. Yeah, most powerful. Basically, it's a short-range stand, so he can't go too far away from his stand. Like other users can, which you see later on the show. Yeah, it do explains ranges too. So it's his range is ten meters, right? Yeah, his range is ten. No, five meters. Five. Five to be lethal, I think. Yeah, and ten is like maiming, essentially. Mm-hmm. So That's the farthest you can go. So Jotaro has super. His stand has superhuman speed, superhuman strength, and superhuman reflexes. And hearing. And hearing. And sight. And that's um, reflexes. That's all covered. Last part. Last one. Oh. Oh, and he uh, has Starfinger. Star, and he has Starfinger. No, no, no. no. We're not, we'll get to that at the end. So, that's basically his stand power. Um, There's yeah. also another stand power, but we'll cover that at the end it's, of Stardust. It's really important. Not the not the individual one, but it's... Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we're going to finish this up. Because, again, start, again, like I said, Star Wars Crusaders gets repetitive. As much as I like it, it does get a little bit repetitive. Alright. So, uh, essentially... We, where, guess, we, where are we at right now, anyway? In we're going to talk about Kakyoan after that. Okay, cool. Kakyoan, his power is... He uh, Hierophant Green, which is a long-range stand. It's got tentacles, and it's got a long-range really, tech called the Emerald Splash. It's a really tactical stand. It's a really tactical stand, yeah. but as far as like combat too. ability, it's very weak. And then there's... Well, it needs uh, a host. It always needs a host, right? No, it doesn't always need a host. That is just in the beginning. Isn't it how this it can take, Emerald it can, Splash? It can take people over. Yeah, we're very well aware of Emerald Splash. No, but his Emerald Tentacles is where the uh, key lies. And then there's uh, Abdul Stand, which is uh, Magician's Red. Which is, which is also, it's a, I would say it's a mix of close and long range. Like fire based. It, it has fighting compa- capabilities. It's not that strong, but it's mainly flame-based attacks, which is pretty cool. Can even cause a flame hurricane and shit. Yeah. And we've already been over... No, we haven't. Pull on stand. Silver Chariot. What, I it's think a short-range stand, but it's fucking extreme. It's faster than Star Platinum. I think. think it's probably the second strongest stand out of the main group. Yeah, out of the main group, it's a, definitely second strongest stand. It's pretty much a fucking pseudo-armor with a rapier. And it's... It, it can launch its rapier, too. Forget about that. And the rapier can pretty much cut through anything. Yeah, it can cut through anything. And on top of that, it's really hard to penetrate that armor, too. Yeah. And that's pretty much all the main stands. So they go through... Uh, what? They go through China, India, Pakistan, and all these other countries. Pakistan. They go to Saudi Arabia. Uh, Saudi Arabia. And then eventually, when they... At the very Bro, end of... who keeps putting up this room? room. It's a <laughs> no, closed <sorry>. room. <laughs> the fans off. And... Uh, after Saudi Arabia, they get onto... A well, they finally get to Egypt. Um, they, well, they get on the submarine. Let's talk about that. that was, nah, that wasn't too important. They get it on, was a, yeah, it wasn't too important. Again, like I said, this, the uh, shit gets repetitive a little to an yeah. extent. Isn't, and even like when they get into Egypt. So when they get to Egypt, they encounter more sanders just beyond the tarot cards. But instead, they're based off the original tarot cards. Which, which are, are the, the Egyptian e- tarot cards. Egyptian gods. Based around the, the nine uh, Egyptian glory gods. 
Like, uh, what, there's uh, Anubis. fucking... Anubis, Horus, and all this other shit. And, uh, again, it's pretty much the same shit. Fight him, beat him, and that's pretty much the end of it. Uh, you, know what do, you do fight another animal stand. Oh, and also another thing. When they get to Egypt, they meet the final tarot card member, which is actually technically a part of their group. <laughs> Iggy. Yeah. Iggy's a mutt. He's a dog. And uh, his stand is a fool. The fool and the you can fool make, is actually I'm not gonna lie it's pretty powerful. Too, like you really think about it, you can make anything out of sand. Yeah, you can make anything yeah. out of sand, like it's a like fucking Dara. a go kart, a fucking attack, a shield, even a little fucking base. Like when you fought a uh, horse. Oh, that was yeah. weird. So again, oh, horse. now that they're in Egypt, they're just trying to find Dio. I know we're going over this pretty fast, but it, there's really no point in going over each individual yeah. episode of Stardust Crusaders. Yeah. Uh, as far as episodes that stand out, there really are a couple. Other than that, it's not that important, I would say. Is that yeah. episode they get tricked in the desert where, like, someone with the mirror is, like, shooting at them, and they think nobody is there. Oh, they start laughing? They just, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they yeah, that's insane. right. The sun. Do you remember the sun episode? These were freaking, uh... That big-ass sun, and they and start freaking... losing their shit and start laughing their ass off? Yeah. But, um, so they get to Egypt, and they're looking for Dio. And the, what leads him to deal is actually Iggy. He fights a stand called Horus, which is a fucking a, an eagle with the power to launch icicles and free shit. Oh, shit. And Iggy actually ends up losing his fucking leg and shit fighting this dude. Oh, dude. Do you remember when he fucking ate the dogs? Not Iggy. Horus. <sighs> dude, I remember. This is the episode that led into, like... Deal. No, the led into like uh, Ponorif and Ad- Adval. Oh, and that, that we gotta yeah. talk about. We, that, we have to talk. It. We have to talk. We have to talk about that fight because it's very important. So Iggy ends up defeating Horus just barely. He's like, uh, he's like, not oh, the edge oh. of his life, but he's fucking really he, he's badly beaten, injured. Like he's beaten up. Like he's like fucking weak as shit. So they end up entering Dio's mansion, which they're expecting him and Joseph and Jotaro and Kakun have their own thing, which isn't too important. It's not too important. It's funny. Yeah, I think cool. so. That's funny. Yeah, I'm going to punch you with my right fist or my left fist. Wait, that is yes, it? Yes, yes. 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 That was that guy's brother, right? Yeah, Darby's brother. Like, like no, no, no. Left fist? No, no. no. Is it both? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Are yes. going to do the aura aura thing? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, another fucking funny thing to mention throughout the entire Stardust Crusaders in the Japanese in the sub, uh, Joseph's character will curse in English. Oh, yeah. It's Holy so shit. fucking funny. <laughs> Holy shit! I think my favorite thing he says ever is when he screams Iggy's name. That's awesome. But, um... Oh, God, this is sad. So we get another character death. Or a couple, actually. Though we're gonna finish here pretty soon, Alex. Okay, yeah. So we end up finding, um... This guy named Vanilla Ice, which is kind of funny name, but he was... But his stand is fucking powerful. His stand is essentially the void... And he can disintegrate anything his stand touches when his stand goes into a certain mode. Actually, we don't know where it goes. It disintegrates it. That's why I just say Wait, it. Isn't like, it just like a fucking like? It's a void. Time, he, like, even he himself admits like even I don't know where it goes. He, but something important to acknowledge before this fight starts, Dio says he's thirsty, and this dude is so obsessed with Dio he cuts off his own fucking head. And then Do you remember he, that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And he then, drains it like then, he's while his like on his like body's on his last limb. He cuts off his head. And he moves his head into a jar and drains all his blood there. God. Doesn't Dio heal him though? He's yeah, like, oh, Dio no. heals him with his own blood. He's like, Dio yeah, transforms into a vampire. He's like, you're a real one. It's like, let me heal you. Let me go yeah, Dio transforms into a vampire. But he doesn't know he's a vampire yet though. Yeah. And so, so he starts fighting Avdol and Iggy and Polinero. Oh my god. So then 
But like, I, I legit, have, dude, when we were talking about this, like you were talking about the earlier stuff, I thought about this and I got bummed out. It's really fucking like, sad. Avdol has this power called Stand Flame, where he has this giant flame, like it's like a candle, and it'll start getting brighter the closer an enemy stand user gets. So they didn't see it coming for a very, very long time. Because he can fucking disappear into their dimension, essentially. He can eat himself, which turns him, yeah, puts himself in another dimension. So nobody knows exactly. Or he didn't know exactly how it worked, but for some reason, Avdol could sense that there was a stand user nearby. No, that's not what happened. Or no, um, no, he didn't sense it. There was a note written on one of the pillars and said, when you turn around, you will die. Written by... Do you remember that shit? Yeah. That was... And he turns around and he sees the stand coming after him. No, no, he before sees it going they, after Iggy. And, and before he, they entered, uh, Avdol made it very apparent that their goal was to defeat Dio. And that um oh yeah it's like if, if something happens you, like like don't I'm not turn going back. back for you oh yeah he he told he, he told him, like don't save me because I'm not gonna save you yeah and what Run does he do own. he saves Abdul and Paul Nerf but dude he gets oh my no, god wait, no 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 he does Adolf wait Adolf what's his name Abdul Adolf. saves Paul Nerf for Nikki he pushes I thought, he, I thought he said he saved Ad, Ad, well, I can't explain no no name. no he's Abdul saves. Iggy and Paul Nara by yeah, pushing him yeah. out the way and his whole body gets fucking you just see his fucking yeah, his hands fucking you don't even have time to react as an audience member bro I, mean, I, I saw that and I was like is he actually dead like is he gone yeah cause like, there was a fake out earlier yeah so in one episode in India you think Abdul gets he gets sauced. shot in the head but then he just it turns out the bullet just ever so slightly missed him just grazed his forehead yeah bro Fuck, bro. But now he's like, it's gonna hurt. I remember seeing that episode, and I was just like, you know how like when somebody dies in a series, it's like they're not really dead. Just like early in the episode of the series, I saw that, and I was like, nah, he can't be dead. Yeah, he can't but be no, dead. They make it. I even asked dead. him. I asked him. I was like, bro, is he actually dead? And you, you were like, he sent me a sad face, and I was like, so <laughs> it was so quick, bro. You don't okay. have time to react as an audience member, and that's not even the be- end of the fight. So, so that's the very beginning Paul of the Paul and Iggy are running their ass upstairs. And the whole time, Vanilla Ice is destroying the mansion looking for them. Because he can't actually... When he's in the other dimension, he can't see. Yeah, he, he doesn't only, know where he is. He, he doesn't know where he, he is. He, he has, yeah, he's just going randomly. And essentially what uh, what happens is he ends up just fucking circling around them at super speed. Yeah. Just begins then, like circling uh, the so, room to like find yeah. out where they are. So, and uh, what happens? Oh, he beat... Well, before this... He beats his shit out of Polnareff in a one-on-one fight to the point where Polnareff can't even... He can't even walk. He's well, got- Polnareff starts uh, predicting his moves, too. Yeah. And that's when he starts circling around him. He Yeah. At, at this point, Polnareff got, like... Uh, he, had got a, foot, he had a chunk of his thigh missing. A chunk he of had his a, foot missing. foot missing and shit. And he's just accepted Fuck. death because he pushed Iggy out of the way that was circling around him. And then with Iggy... No, Iggy, no, remember, he got Iggy, the shit kick out of him. Iggy, oh, yeah, that's right. So Iggy actually did damage to Vanilla Ice. Iggy made a representation of Dio, and that pissed off Vanilla Ice because he's obsessed with They made with a Dio. fake Dio out of sand. And oh, then yeah. Paul, or not whatever, uh, fucking Vanilla Ice loses his shit. He yeah. kicks Iggy on the ground. He starts Dude. stomping him out. Dude, oh, my like, God, stopping the fuck out of yeah. him. He's like... Pfft. Like bad, like Imagine he's kicking a dog, bro. A tiny dog at that. Yeah, like yeah. Iggy's oh, yeah. a small ass. A little bit bigger he's than like a chihuahua. He's like a chihuahua. French bulldog. French, French bulldog. bulldog. Yeah. Anyway, so he's curb stomping um, this fucking dog, dude. He's like. And so like, after that, that's when uh, Paul go, never starts attacking him and shit. And that's and when uh, Vanilla starts from the circle the shit. And at the very end, fucking Iggy uses what little life he has left to hoist Paul Nerf up on the ceiling, right? Yeah. And that's when Paul Nerf fucking comes down and. Puts his sword through the back of his mouth. Oh, yeah. And he He's grabs like, it oh. and he fucking snaps his neck. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, that shit... Oh, that, that shit was, was sad. 
And then you think it's over, right? And he's like reflect. Paul and I are like reflecting on everything, and you just see Vanilla Ice get back up and shit because he's a vampire. And you see his now. fangs and shit, and mm-hmm. you're like, and Paul never knew he was alive, and he starts fucking stabbing the shit out of him again, and then um, he gets out of the way. He like he moves him towards the sunlight, and Vanilla Ice chases him. He tries punching him, and his fucking fist just crumbles into dust. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember the way he killed yeah. a Vanilla Ice? He, yeah, he, he fucking trips him. I thought he cut the curtains. He cut the curtains open. He's like. Come on! Like, pulling an Arnold from Predator. He's like, kill me, I'm right here! Yeah. And he, he's about to lunge at him, and uh, he uses Silver Chariot to turn around and just fucking trip him into the sunlight. And then... Oh, well, he left the fuck out of that one, though. And then you see Paul and I basically laying down after the it's fight, and he looks out, and he sees... Well, you see all this, like... You see some wind come in, and you see this glowing dust, like, start gathering in the wind... And I guess it's you see a representation of Abdel and Iggy's souls. Oh yeah, Iggy ends up dying after he saves Paul and Earth, which was yeah. also fucking sag. So something yeah. important to know is that Iggy started off as a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was like biting fart on people and shit. Yeah. But he really, <laughs> he really redeemed himself though. Yeah. And yeah. then like fucking Paul and Earth just loses his shit and starts crying after he sees that. And at this point, uh, yeah. So at this like, point, at this point, I think yeah, Joe. Joseph, Jonathan, or no, Joseph, Jotaro, and Kakion all ended up catching up with Polnareff, and he, yeah, he basically, I think he breaks down. Yeah, they catch up, and then, well, Polnareff confronts Dio on his own, and Dio starts using his power and trolling him, mm-hmm. and that's when Polnareff's like, what stand does he have? And he's like going through all the tarot cards in his mind, he goes, the world! Or, the world of Yeah. Dude, oh my god. <laughs> Dude, play the sound effect. The, yeah, yeah, the build-up to this is so play, goddamn play. good. So the end of... Uh, one of uh, Dio's uh, minions tries to trick them. And uh, they fucking catch him immediately and shit because he's a dumbass. Uh, what do they call him? Nukasaku? Nukasaku. <laughs> Which that means, means uh, a dumb idiot. It's yeah. a really disrespectful way of saying dumb idiot in Japanese. So, shit. I learned this... Wait, hold on. My Japanese... Could- No, it won't play the noise, but this is where it reveals it. Masuka. Fuck, I want to rewatch it again. We'll get into that in a second. That's so, another meme sign, too. <laughs> yeah, that's another meme. So, they ended up uh, right. chasing... Everyone shows up, and Dio runs off, right? And they're forcing his uh, little minion to show him where he's at, right? Uh-huh. And this is where shit... So, before they get there, Paul Nair's trying to go up the stairs, and Dio goes, if you come up the stairs, I'm going to take that as a challenge. But if you walk down them, I'm going to take that as you're siding with me. And every time Paul Nair goes up the stairs, he starts at the bottom again. He's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. He's fucking picking him up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like... So they end up going <laughs> into the into Dio's like safe room, I guess you could say, where his coffin is and shit. Oh yeah. And well, um, there's like there's that one lady. She has like No, we already went over that Nukasaku. No the Oh that oh, old yeah. bitch? Yeah. No, not the old bitch, she's already dead. Inyaba. Oh yeah, Inyaba. Nukasaku. Uh, so oh, Nukasaku's yeah, yeah, like, oh like I I know I'm only opening this because I know you're gonna beat their ass. Like I don't know. And then he opens it and then and he opens it and he's like, the one in the coffin was and it turns out he once the coffin I was like, it's me? And he's like, no, oh, yeah, he has his fucking jaw. Yeah, oh, yeah, his jaw's like ripped off and shit, too. Oh, yeah. And oh. everyone's like, do you feel that? And like, from Dio's perspective, you just see him like fucking sneaking, like, not even like chasing them essentially. And just was like, let's get the fuck out of here, right? Yeah, and he pulls everyone out. 
And Paul and Irv didn't want to leave. Didn't they jump out the window? They jumped straight yeah, out the they, window. They just straight like, up jump it. out the window, which is like a fucking skyscraper high yeah. and shit. <laughs> and Did that's when they're like, him. we need to get out of here. We can't fight him on those terms. And like, why? And you just see the sun start setting. Oh, shit. And they're like, oh, no. And he comes out. He's got his fucking golden cape on and shit. Well, who's all there? It's Kakuin. It's everybody except Avidal and Iggy. Okay, yeah. There you go. Kakuin and all So what ends up happening no, is Jotaro no. and Paul and Irv kind of go off on their own and Kakuin and Joseph are uh, together and they're trying to trap him to try to figure out what his power is because he still haven't figured it out yet so Kakuin it's on the rooftops of Egypt so Kakuin devises this whole elaborate thing where he has a uh, high and green uh, disguise his tentacles he sets up a bunch of like triggers and like uh, trip lines and shit but so every would... time uh, Dio crosses one it'll unleash an emerald splash in that direction and Kakuin's like I got you like yeah, this is my fucking power blah 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 and just when you think he has him gets fucking sauced. Yeah. Dio punches a hole in his chest. And it was instant too because you didn't see him move. That's a <laughs> Dio versus Jojo. Jo- Did we'll they have this. that? Oh, oh my god. We'll get there in a second. We'll get there in a second. Dude, this is such a good fight. This is when you told me too. This is like when you're talking about how it does get repetitive. I was like, man, like when's this shit gonna hit the fan? Yeah, when, we- it, when the shit hits, when the final battle ensues, it'll, it was well worth the wait. Shit, ew, oh my god. So, Kakuin gets fucking sauced after getting... Not, I wouldn't even say arrogant, because any normal person would have thought, like, that was it. Yeah. And so Kakuin's on his deathbed, and the narrator even makes it clear, like, yeah, he thought about his parents, but what he was really trying to figure out what was his stamp power, right? Yeah. And that's when he pieces together. He's, like, looking at the clock, it's like, it's it stopped. He's like, what did it do? Like, it, it wasn't super speed, because they would have broken in a certain pattern, because everything, all the trip bars ripped at once. Mm-hmm. He goes, and that's when he puts it together, he's like, it stops the clock. It yeah. stops time. And that's where the reveal is. It deals stand power. It has the power to stop time for three seconds. Yeah. And that's how I got sauce. And then Joseph's running away from Dio. While this is going on, Jotaro and Paul and Nerf kind of split off. Paul and Nerf, I don't know what happens. He starts going off on his own. Yeah. I think and, he gets uh, thrown into a building. Jotaro's looking for Joseph. He's preoccupied. And uh, Joseph ends up uh, getting frozen. And then Dio's about to touch him. And he's like, Wait a second. He backs off, and that's when they reveal that Joseph entangled himself with the purple hermit and Hamon. Oh, that's sort of. And then, but even then, he still gets sauce because Dio's like, "I don't need to touch you to kill you." And he punches a fucking like pillar, and all that debris hits Joseph, and he gets sent flying off this uh, shit. And then he's about. To, Joseph sees Jotaro like down the street, and he's about to tell him. Jotaro's like, he's like, "GG, you're an old man." Yeah, and then and he's like, "Stay back." And, and then that's Dio what he tells him. Dio freezes time. He's like, "Dio." Dio's powers, and then he freezes. Well, just Dio's, like, presence alone, like, is intimidating. Because as soon as Dio starts landing and shit, all this wind starts flying and shit. All the animals are running away and shit. Like, it just really reveals, like, how fucking, like... Powerful. How powerful and godlike Dio is at this point. And so, he's like... I was, like, trying to tell, like, Jotaro the power. He's like, Jotaro! Like, the power of his hand is... And then so Dio goes, Zawaralor! Like, fucking stops time. And he throws the knife at Joseph's neck and kills him that way. Didn't even fucking touch him. And then they have probably one of the I would I, I don't want to get into the specifics of the battle because it was like fucking three ep, three four. Yeah, the episodes. battle the final battle lasted a good four episodes. It was just fucking it was a test of patience, strength, and mental power too. So this go. is when the battle huh? starts. You can you gotta go. Yeah, a little bit. You can leave if you want. 
I was waiting. Man, he's still got shit. Well, we don't have that much stuff to go yeah, over. Yeah, I'm still waiting till the end. Just, just wrap close. up the battle and like quick. You can play this clip real quick if you want. Well, I just want to see when he's like. So here, don't play it. Can pause it. Let's go over it first. So now this is where everything's been fucking building to. Jotaro versus Dio. Oh my god, I could not. What do you think of it, Alex? When you got to this point, bro, it was so hype, bro. I was like, dude, I can't wait to see the fucking yeah. two stands. We watched it together, it. didn't we? Watch it together. Yeah, we did watch it together. Right. I watched house. it on my own, though. Yeah, I remember. It was at my house. I didn't know. Yeah. Wait, are we gonna reveal the other part of the stand? Yeah, we already told. Oh, about Jotaro. Yeah, Jotaro stand. So, oh, that's when they start measuring each other out. Like as far as like Dio and Jotaro and their capabilities Fuck. goes, they start like measuring each other out, and, and like <laughs> Jotaro gets all cocky, like, "Hand, that kind of hurt." I'm more pissed you ripped my new pants. <laughs> then Joe and Trump. Dio's like, why do you have to be so arrogant and all this other shit? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and that's when they start... Uh, at a certain point, Joe Turo starts being able to move within Dio's stop time. Well, here's and, the thing. So, at, after a certain point of measuring Dio out, Joe like, oh, so they're the same type of sand. Oh, which yeah. kind of puts him in perspective that if he can stop time, then so can I, right? Yeah. And so they do this magnet trick where... Uh, Jotaro attaches a magnet while they're fighting to himself and Dio. And at first, Dio thought, it's like, oh, you put this on me to trick me to think you could move, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets so close to him, and that's when Jotaro unleashes his shit. He fucking punches a hole in his chest and breaks off his leg. Oh <laughs> you remember that shit? Yeah. And that's when Dio's like, oh, like, it wasn't, it wasn't a trick me to think you could move. It was a trick me to thinking you couldn't. And so yeah. he fucking punches him. And then he kills an innocent bystander or some shit and gains his power back. Yeah. And then they start going at it again, and that's when they're like, oh, like, it doesn't matter how long you can move and stop time. I have other ways to kill you. And they go up in the air. That's when he gets all the knives out. Remember that oh, shit? Oh, yeah. Fucking surrounding He has, like, knives. fucking 30 knives in his pockets. And he stops time, and he starts throwing them all at Jotaro. And he Jotaro tries to fucking knock them all out, but there's only so much he could... Yeah, he can't he move for long at this point. He can only move for, like, what, like... Half a second or a second at most. Yeah, that was like two seconds. No, it wasn't that long. Not yet, at least. But uh, <clears throat> so the knives end up hitting Jotaro. He knocks at me, but one like lands in his like hat or in his forehead and his chest and his shoulders. But it turns out he put uh, textbooks in his clothes as padding because oh, yes. he knew that uh, Dio fights dirty. When did shit. he put that shit in there? Though like, they before? never say, but they do mention that he expected Dio to do some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So now they're on the ground. And uh, he's trying to lure uh, uh, Dio in and shit. Oh, yeah, so he's and on then, the ground unconscious. And then Dio's pretending to be about, dead. Yeah, pretending to be dead. And Dio's about to go over to him, right? He be, like, makes the cops like... Uh, this no, no, that's later on. Doesn't he, doesn't he have uh, his stand, like... Jotaro jo- uh, has a stand, like, hold his heartbeat? Yeah, that's, like, that's, yeah. That's, like, that's in a little bit, so... No, that's what was happening at the moment. Dio, no, no, not yet. Because remember, Dio is going over to Jotaro, and then Paul Nerf comes back in. Yeah, he's like... Dio! <laughs> he like stabs him through the eye and shit. <laughs> but then he stops time and then he fucking knocks Paul Nerf back. Oh, yeah, he's just like. And that's when all this shit happens because he's trying to make sure that Jodoro is dead. But Jodoro knows, like, fuck, I gotta pull him off Paul Nerf, otherwise he's good as dead too. And so he just moves ever so slightly and he deals like, fuck, like moves back and shit. <laughs> he scares me. He fucking jumps like a scared cat when fucking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he like, like, he, like, he, like twitches and he's like, what the he's fuck? like, okay. he's like, Oh, yeah. oh, and then, and then, no, then the two like, cops show up. Yeah. And he, make, he kills the other one, and he puts his hand in the other's throat, and he's like, just shoot that dead body over there anywhere. And uh, Star Platinum catches a bullet, but he doesn't react, because he's trying to, like, convince Gil that he's actually dead. Oh, yeah. Wait, so the bullet goes in his body, right? But the Star Platinum, It goes like, into his it. fucking uh, jacket. Uh, 
Oh, he fucking and he like, catches Gee. it, right? And then after that, that's when he's like, his breathing. And Dio's listening to him breathe and starts holding his breath, right? Oh, yeah. And at that point, he's like, what about his heartbeat? And he puts his ear to the ground. Fucking starts holding his heart. He has bro. a stand. Yeah, like, he has Sark Platinum go into his body and stop his heart. Like, hold it so he couldn't hear his heartbeat. And he almost sick. fucking dies, too. Yeah, like, his eyes start losing, like, their fucking he's life. Like, and he's, he's like, like, fuck, if I die because I use my Santa stop my own heart, it won't even be funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucked up. And Dio's, like, convinced that uh, Jotaro is dead. But now that he has, like, he stopped his heart, so he has to get everything moving back again. So he fucking gets our platinum and start, like, fucking, <laughs> fucking rap it, like, gives adrenaline going up and shit. And uh, Dio has a sign, right? And he's about to chop off Jotaro's head. And he fucking punches the goddamn sign in half. And then he punches. Like, he's like, not, not and shit. And then he's like, Zawak. Oh, yeah. And he's like, Zawar. And he fucking punches the skull and disintegrates half of it in one blow. Fuck. Yeah. And Dio's like, oh, fuck. He's like, I have, he's like, I have nausea and a headache. And then he, like, rolls over and tries to escape. He's like, I can't move my legs. No, no, no. He's like, I, I can't move my legs because my head's been destroyed. And he starts, like, crawling away with one arm. And he's just like, Oh yeah, so he's trying to crawl away, and then uh, Jotaro comes over, and he pours gasoline all over him. He's like, I'm doing this so I can track your smell. And he lights up a light, and he's about to light him up. And then he says the water, though. And mm. uh, Dio's like, I guess, listening for cars coming in this whole time, and so he starts laughing and shit. Oh yeah. So he activates his powers, that water, though, and then the time stops. He, and he like, latches onto car. the car, right? <laughs> and then um, he sign. escapes, and he's being dragged by the car. But Jotaro was a pissed. He's like, you're not getting away that easily. He takes out a knife from his chest and fucking launches it at the license plate, which is what Dio's holding on to. And then Dio starts trying to crawl into, like, a sewer, and as soon as he opens it, Jotaro's, like, standing there. Yeah, he's, like, right there. He's like, you're not getting away that easily. God damn, Nick. Okay, so... But, uh, so, so now, like, and then Dio's about to activate his sand again. And then, um... That's when Jotaro unleashes his order order technique, which is like a fucking million punches in one shot. And then what what ends up happening after this is, uh, Dio's actually planning it out so that strategically he's right next to jo- Joseph's body, which is even though dead, is still full of blood. Well, here's the and thing: the one so thing to that make he, jo- Jonathan's body his own because he needs the blood of a Joestar. Yeah, because so, a reminder that Dio's using Jonathan's body as a as his temple, well, not a temple, as his substitute body. But it's not completely his yet. Like, he's doesn't have exactly have control over it, and it's still not healing right. But to make it his own, he has to, it'd be easier for him to absorb the blood of a Joestar. So, oh, man. This shit was hard to watch. Uh, he fucking... He's like, ah, oh, I've outsmarted you, Jotaro. Like, doesn't this street look familiar? And Jotaro starts looking around. He's like, no, it can't be. And he's like, yes. And, like, you just see the smoke clear. And he's, like, completely healed up. And he's fucking powered up, too. He's on fucking roids at this point. Oh, and then he starts doing the thing where he's, like, scratching his head. I was like, oh, he's like, he's on fucking crackhead, and she's like, this feels fucking good. And he's, like, scratching his own head so much it's bleeding and shit. He's on a power trip. Okay, Dude, and then after this, he after this he meets up with some guy named Senator Phillips, and I was hyping him up to that was, Nick. No, that was before that. That was in the car ride. Oh, okay. Well, I was, I was talking to Nick. I was like, this guy's going to be hype. He actually knows Hamo. And Nick's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He gets fucking silent. <laughs> oh, oh, let's continue on with the main fight, though. Okay, but but uh, so this is where after this, it's no holds barred. Like fucking Dio's like amped up. Oh, and he sees Joseph Soul. That's yeah, another important Joseph, part. Joseph Soul tells him to calm down, but he doesn't want to calm down. He ends up fighting Dio. 
gets his he doesn't get his ass beat immediately. But no, but actually, no. I would say he gets his ass beat immediately. At first, they start and he's kind of holding his own. But the thing is, since he absorbed the blood of a Joestar, his healing is like on Wolverine level. It's like instant it's healing. Yeah. yeah. He and gets, on top of that, he can stop time for longer now. Which like, is something they revealed uh, earlier. The oh, more he stops time, and now it's like five seconds. Five seconds. Did he get up to like eight? Yeah, he gets up to like eleven, I think. Yeah. yeah the more fucking, he stops time, the more longer like, he can stop it. Like pretty damn fast. That's how like much of an impact absorbing that blood gave him. And he like fucking like he breaks his uh Jotaro's jaw, ribs and shoulder in like a couple of kicks, and he knocks him down too. In the air. And then um that's when uh and all the other shit he fucking um, and then he throws him into the bus well he throws him onto the bridge and he disappears and he can stop time for 11 seconds at this point and Jotaro's like like get it get up yo like just saying I just need to wrap my fist through your skull right and you just see a shadow looming over Jotaro and you see Dio holding a fucking steamroller oh shit yeah. and he's like roll the roll and he, like, fucking crushes him. Then, now it's just a matter of, like, life or death, because Jotaro's using his order order technique to try and get out, and Dio's like, he's not even using a stand, dude, he's just using his pure fucking strength to smash it into him. Yeah. yeah. But Dio smashes it in, and he thinks he's won, and that's like... Eventually, Dio starts slowing down, and it turns... He goes off on a monologue, and he's like, my movements, they're slowing down. Wait, no, they're stopping. And that's when you reveal Jotaro can stop time now, too. He's like, I stopped time at the 11th second before I got crushed and escaped. And he breaks his legs and sends the Dio flying across the bridge. Shit. And this is when the final confrontation is coming in. He's like making fun of Dio by the whole the whole time. He's like, if I were in a Western and I was a gunslinger, I'd say draw. Let's see who's the fastest gun in the West. <laughs> and all this other shit. And Dio's like self-thinking. He's like, or no, what's he say? He says like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter how I went. It doesn't matter how I go about how I win. The only, matter, the only thing that matters is how I win. Or that I do win. And he fucking uses his own blood from his injuries to blind Jotaro. And that's like, how do you like being blinded by blood? And he's like, Kisame <laughs> or whatever. And he fucking he's ready to kill uh, Jotaro. And blinded, Jotaro just fucking gets Star Platinum's fist and rams it into the, the world. And it's the freeze frame. Yeah. Y'all remember this shit? And then what ends up happening is you see uh, Star... Star Platinum Swift starts crush, crumbling. Dio smirks. And then Dio's leg, where he kicks him, starts crumbling even more. To the point where he j- his body just, like, fucking comes in half. And yeah, his whole stand disintegrates. Therefore, Dio... Oh, that's something else you forgot to mention. So, any damage inflicted upon your stand is also going to be inflicted upon the user. So, like, if I fucking decked Alex and broke his nose on a stand, then his actual nose would be broken, too. Yeah. So, Dio ends up dying. He Yeah, he's dying at this point. Uh, the Speedwagon Foundation, which is he still, is dead. Yeah, he's he's dead by this point. The Speedwagon Foundation comes in like a cleanup crew and stops. Yeah, all. they they pick up all they pick up Kakyun's corpse. Uh, they Damn, <laughs> put Paul and Nerf in an ambulance, and then they put Joseph's remains and Dio's remains in the same ambulance too. And then Jotaro gets the bright idea of using. Uh, the blood that was in Dio's body oh, to bring just farts funny. <laughs> to bring. I, I'm not sure if I bought this for a second. Honestly, I was bring, like, "Isn't it still Dio's blood now?" Technically, but I was like, "Well, no, his body's still Joestar, though." Yeah. To bring yeah. back Joseph, to bring back Joseph to life. So, so he uses the same technique he learned earlier with the heart stopping to pump Joseph's heart back up. So he started bringing the beat back, and then they started pumping the blood from Dio's body into Joseph's body. And then when Joseph finally wakes up, he's like, you fool. It is oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he trolls the fuck out of him. 
fuck out of Jotaro. Like, you fool, it's me, Dio. And then, and then, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's and like, then Star don't get me. And then Star Platinum comes out and like, oh, Jotaro. He's like, wait, 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 wait. It's me, I was playing with you. That shit was funny. And he like yeah. asked all his weird ass questions. And that's pretty much, well, they go to, <laughs> they well, go, they, they take Dio's remains to make sure he's actually dead. Like, they take him into the desert and they let him burn up in the sun. Mm-hmm. And, and then everyone kind of goes off on their own ways. Yeah. And then his uh, Jotra's mom's better now since the curse is lifted, essentially. Well, they go... To, yeah, they and go then, to the airport, and then... That's when they say goodbye to Polinaro. Yeah. Polinaro is all like, do you want to come back to New York with me? And no, Joseph, jo- says, Joseph says to Polinaro, do you want to come back to New York with me and work in the Speedwagon Foundation? And he says, no, I'm French, and I want to stay in my homeland. And then Joe. Jotaro goes back to Japan, Joseph goes to New York, and Polnareff goes to France, and that's the ending. It's the last time the Crusaders ever saw each other. And that's pretty much the end of the Stardust Crusaders. What do you think during the whole arc, honestly? Beginning, thoughts on beginning, middle, and end. Okay, so the beginning, it was pretty interesting to see uh, the new Jojo, like, you know, uh, Jotaro and stuff like yeah, that. Totally I, different. He was pretty cool, pretty yeah. sick, pretty badass. Uh, I, I thought he was pretty disrespectful. It was pretty funny how he <laughs> talked to his mom. He was all a bitch and shit. Okay, oh in, the, in the middle or, like, throughout, it was pretty, uh, I think it was better no. compared to uh, Battle Tendency because I feel like in Battle Tendency, I kind of, like, oh, tuned out a little bit and, like, no. I come back in and be like, oh, shit, it's pretty lit, you know? But I feel like every episode, it was pretty cool how, how the creators used the stand to make the story more interesting. And, like, it's not just about... Like in Dragon Ball, it's not about power and like trying to be the most the strongest person, right? It's about like Wits. this is my this is my advantage, and now how are you gonna work around it, you know? And that was the cool part about That's... throughout Stardust Crusaders. So you didn't have to have the most power to beat the enemy; you just had to outthink them and work through their the disadvantages or the weaknesses, right? Oh yeah, easily. And then the ending was just oh my god, bro. Did you think it was like a really? It was pretty satisfying, honestly. It was pretty satisfying to see Dio get his fucking. Shit rocked, fucking bro. Shit on, dude. It was amazing to see get his shit rocked. I was like, Thank did you God. think Dio was gonna win at any point? Honestly, I th- I thought like fucking at the point. There's two points I thought he lost. The where he had all the knives around him. I was like, dude, there's no way he's gonna survive that. And then the second part was when like he saw I saw a steamroller for the first time. I was like, bro, this, he's dead. He don't got nothing to stop against time. <laughs> and then I saw him stop time. And I was like, oh, like, shit. oh fuck. All right, what do you think about Stars Crusaders, Nick? Oh, we just skip Christian. I liked it. We were with Christian because we finished. Me and Christian finished at the same time. I know y'all. Oh, okay. Dude, I liked it. Yeah, it's really looking at it now. It is really tournament style with like fighting different bosses and stuff. But the end, like the fight, it's a really good payoff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah easily. It's badass. I definitely and plus like the brotherhood that they like. Oh yeah, the yeah. camaraderie. So that's another thing. The Star like you really buy. Yeah. There's a lot of episodes where people are like split off like with each other. And they build like relationships. Remember when Abdal and uh Polnareff. No, and Joseph got oh, like the mag- magnetically stuck together. That was oh, fucking dude. That shit Wait, was funny. Bro, I have a shit, fucking dude. snap saved to that. that. Shit's hilarious. <laughs> he was like, it looked like he was blowing him in the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit was so dude, funny. Pretty much, like, what's her stand Star. power? Her stand power is like, like magnetism. Yeah, magnetism. Oh shit! This is shit we were watching at a real household house. Over here, this fight. Oh, y'all, I can't see, but like, if y'all look up the clip of them fighting, it's yeah. fucking sick as shit. Yeah, what, what do you um, think, Christian? Well, I definitely I would say it's a really, really good arc overall. Oh, here it is. The weakest point is definitely the middle. <laughs> yeah, right there. <laughs> oh, <funny. laughs> it's loading, but shit's crazy as fuck. That shit's so funny. Yeah, oh. it's definitely my favorite arc. Oh, I can't. There's no fucking the weak. The weakest point, hands down, is the middle. So, what anime you watch? Yeah, the weak. Yeah, the weakest what point you is, is bro? the because the battles are cool, 
But they do get repetitive after a while. I think once they got to Egypt, once they got to Egypt, and they were. Oh, another thing that they revealed, which doesn't get explored too much in Sardis, but it does in Diamond, is because uh, remember with Anubis, mm-hmm. hey, oh, the sword. Yeah, the sword. He was fucking self-aware and shit. His own stand. Yeah, that was weird. Like the sword? Dude, like, the sword yeah, was the stand, but then he could, like, fucking possess people. Oh, yes, and now it's, I remember, yeah. It's like, every time they've got the sword. Yeah, he fucking takes them over really? and shit. Yeah. You see a point where, like, an inanimate object's a stand. You see a point like where, like, stands just get walk that, around and eat sandwiches. I got shit. it, but it was pretty fucking dope. Because I thought it was, like, stands can only take over, like, the willpower of the person, right? No, I never thought that. I always, before that episode, I always thought it was the stand users that control the stand, but at that point, it makes it okay. apparent that some stands are self-aware. Okay. Hmm. So overall, Stardust, probably hands down one of the best arcs. And yeah. the weakest point is when they got to Egypt, they, they it was too, like... The, Again, repetitive. The journey there, every episode, I felt like, you know, a new area, yeah. a new region to be explored. I felt like, okay, this is cool. The journey was definitely the best part. You actually it. do learn shit about the world <laughs> while you're going, yeah. like... Teaches you, like, little shit about, like, certain so countries and shit. India. I, like, I will cool. say, part one of Stardust Crusaders is definitely its strongest point, other than the ending battle. And everything in Egypt. So there's some really cool, interesting stuff. Some. Not a lot, honestly. But Egypt wasn't as... It wasn't nearly as good. It wasn't as... Egypt was on and off for me, up until Horse. Horse was good. Uh, the Magnet episode was pretty good. What's his name? The dude at the very beginning. The dude, what about the one where that kid had the comic book? And he nah, I did not shit. like that one. That like, shit was weird, but like, it was funny. Who, like, Oingo and it was Oingo okay. and Blango. I didn't like his the first episode. Died, but I liked bro. Oingo and Whole Horse. That was I like that was. Yeah, yeah, that, that was. Good. How did Whole Horse die? I forgot. He didn't die. He didn't die. He got okay. hospitalized. Okay. He got retired. Yeah. He pretty oh, much shot fun- himself in the face. Another funny episode was the gambler. The first one, the oh, uh, Darby Senior. Darby Senior. Oh yeah, Darby the gambler. And he starts trying to cause bluff. And then, like, Dio keeps, or not Dio, Joe Drake is pressuring him. And he's like, but then again, you have. He's like choking on himself and shit. Then again, you have a lot of other. Remember, like, he had like shit cards. Oh, yeah, it he's turns out like these cards were not like anything at all. Then again, you have a lot of other points in the show that were in Egypt that were really weak. Like, what, what was that one with the H? Like, it was a cool idea, but it was just kind of. Oh, weak. set? Yeah, set was kind of weak. What, what was the baby one? That was set. That was set. Yeah, oh. that's when they reversed Modern No, no, that was Dead Thirteen. Remember he made him eat like poop. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was actually a pretty intense episode. He even carved his like fucking name. Remember he killed the fucking yeah. dog. Oh shit! Yeah, they forget oh, right. That's right. Okay. Fuck, dude. What? He killed the fucking dog. Death Thirteen. Oh. He like fucking Remember came out of sitting on the, like, half? They're sitting on the carnival, and then the dog's like right there, and you just see his fucking face <laughs> just splits open. God, there's some freaky imagery. Yeah, they're like the thing. I'll say this about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure: they're not afraid to like show a bunch yeah. of shit in that show. Yeah, like, they don't the fuck. Like, there's a monkey that tried raping a twelve year old girl at one point. <laughs> oh I don't know. At first, we thought that boy was Strength? a girl. Well, it's anime. Huh? Strength. Yeah, how's that set? You can I'll, look that I don't up. Know. I was like, what was that one? It, the it thing was is, it's true. Shit. That's actually in the show. The monkey. Oh shit, bro, that was fucking yeah. weird. He was like, what the fuck? Remember, he fucking showed his chest to like admit defeat, and Jojo was like. I understand animals show their chest to mid defeat. He's like, but you have no honor, and therefore, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> beat the shit. Wait, who was that what one was guy who was like making fun of uh, Jotaro, and he had a fucking notepad? That was, he a, was writing it oh, down. The lover, like, Steely Dan. That was Steely Dan. He's like, that was a really he was such a dirty fighter, bro. Fuck. He was like, like well, he's holding a uh, Joseph hostage. He's like, I lick your boots, Jotaro, after he lost all <laughs> his power. <laughs> and he was about to let him go, and then he's like, hey, you fool, I'm gonna take over this girl and shit. 
And that's when he's like, oh, um, Hierophant Green has said the tentacle around your sand the whole time. And he, like, calls him back and shit. And he's like, what you owe? You can't pay back in money. And he, yeah. like, fucking crunches his hands and shit. He's like, <gasps> like, Oh, Stewie, that was Stewie satisfying. Wait, what did he say whenever he was writing it down? He was like, I'm writing down everything you said to me. So I can no, I remember, that's, that's I'm writing down again. everything you owe me. Okay, there you go. How do you spell? No, the spell, uh, Silly Dan. No, do you remember that scene when he's fucking like mouthing the cherry? Oh, he's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> that shit was so fucking weird, dude. Look up the Steely Dan one after this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this shit was so This weird. is when I started watching it in Japanese because y'all told me to. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Oh, yeah, it wasn't even fucking like a. Cacti <laughs> used to creep me out, bro, until like his character got more developed. But like when you first met him and shit. Oh, yeah, so like when you first kid. meet him, he asks Hierophant Green take over fucking nurse mm-hmm. and then kills her too. That's when Jotaro, like, unleashes his rage on there. Oh, he's fucking motorboating the fucking cherry, dude. What the fuck? Yes. Oh, bro, doesn't he push a knife through his face? (laughs) Where were they? They were in Pakistan, No. Were they in Egypt or they were close to Egypt? They were close to Egypt. They were were in Pakistan, I remember that. No, Pakistan was with, uh... Oh, no, you're right, they were in Pakistan. So they were were gonna cut his hand off. And then Yaba. Couldn't he technically kill him before that happened? Oh, wait. I think he could have, but I don't think he would have tried to just out of, like, you know, security. Oh, yeah, right here? Hold up. Oh, fuck! Oh! Oh, shit! shit. No, we gotta watch this together again. Oh yeah, it's inside of him, that's right. This is such a good ass art. I'm sorry. This is probably the best. Yeah, we should just go back and rewatch some of the Yeah, dude, I wanna watch that shit. Let's re-watch I always rewatch a couple episodes. I wanna rewatch We didn't even finish the Diamond Unbreakable Kick, though. Yeah. You just got the chili pepper. No, no, I just got to the part where they found that fucking, uh, how the guy cooks the food. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! That shit was so weird. I was like, no, is this how we can take I know. fucking dog. So what does it do? It makes you sick and then like you feel a lot better after. No, it, it, it's like kind of like it a, moves all your it's a detox essentially. Yeah. He's like, I feel so happy. Oh yeah, they actually had pity on the for some reason. Why? I don't know. The old chick? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Deal paid people to like go hunt them, right? Yeah. Alright, we'll talk about that in Diamond Unbreakable once Nick finishes it. He's beating the oh, fuck out of him. Uh, Holy <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> bro, that guy's dead, bro. That guy's fucking dead. Fuck. Jesus God, bro. <laughs> He's fucking kicking his ass. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> oh, this shit's badass right here. What he does? Hold on. Write some receipt. <laughs> Yeah, 
This shit was awesome. Let's take it straight from the manga. Alright. Now that we're done talking about uh, fucking... Uh, uh, spoilers! Stardust. Spoilers! Now, <laughs> now we're done talking about Stardust, Battle Fantasy, and Phantom. What is that? You'll find out. That's, that looks cool. Bro, we gotta come back. Here, and do, let's uh, finish this off. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, do, we'll finish the next three and then we'll come back. Yeah. Next two. The next. Oh, there's Stone Ocean. Bro, when you get Stone Ocean has to come out yet. I wanna watch uh, Diamond Unbreakable with you. Dude, That's let's a good watch one. it. We need, we need to watch it with Nick. You started? Dude, the ending to Diamond Unbreakable. I'm gonna go to win. Bro, let's all watch it. Dude, I put Alex on Diamond Unbreakable. Bro, this shit's good. And, like, because at first he was going kind of slow. Remember this shit right here? Yeah. Stop. We gotta wrap this up. Stop. We gotta wrap this up. We'll talk about this later, Christian. But, uh,. We'll catch up with because I put Alex on Diamond Unbreakable and like because at first he was kind of iffy on it, yeah. But then he, he started binging it. He fin- you finished it like what a day or two? I finished it. No, yeah, I finished it within one week. I know that for sure. But that shit when I when he told me, when I picked up, oh, my, my, I can't even fucking talk, bro. When it picked up, it picked up, and I was like, Diamond Unbreakable. When I shit finished that fan, whole shit, dude. I'll say this: Diamond Unbreakable is probably the darkest. Right, it is, dude. The arc so far. Right, wait, 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 I already wait. like where I'm at though too because it's very like detective-y like there's All a lot right, of th- I like that shit a lot there's well, a lot of mystery final thoughts on Sardis Crusaders Diamond Unbreakable or not Diamond uh, Sardis Crusaders Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency just to wrap this up Stardust best arc honestly bro no let's not do a rating like that until we finish Golden Wind Okay. right okay. now let's give it a from a C to an A where are we starting alright we'll, we'll go, go with it. Nick because this is his podcast okay yeah. uh, it's my podcast we done so Phantom Blood, I'll give it like a B plus or a B. I'll just give it a B. It's up to you. Don't don't look at us. So like, this is your own opinion. Battle Tendency, I'll give it an A, and then Stardust, I'll give it like actually no, I'll give Battle Tendency an A plus, and then uh, can I rank it like S tier, like Stardust? Can yeah, I, I guess it? you could rank it S tier if I'll you rank wanted it to. S tier, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Christian, it's one of the, it's the best out of the three. Stardust S tier, um. I'll give A tier to Battle Tendency and then B tier to Phantom Blood. Yeah. Alex? Okay. Uh, the show as a whole, a lot of people sleeping on the show. Y'all gotta watch that shit, bro. It's fucking it's good. It's underrated as fuck, bro. Y'all gotta watch underrated. that shit, bro. Underrated as fuck. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Phantom Blood, I think, is like a, uh, it's like an A for me. Um, you can't hate on it because like, it started it, you know? And yeah. it just got better from there. Battle Tendency was like a C for me because I don't remember everything. I was like... I feel like if it was really good, I would have remembered it, you know? It's underrated. Uh, it's underrated. What was it? Uh, Stardust. Stardust Crusaders, give that an S. Give them Diamond Unbreakable an S, bro. Those two were fucking bangers. Diamond Unbreakable is like on par with Stardust. Honestly, bro, I give Diamond Unbreakable an S+. Plus. Dude, it's fucking I'm good. I'm being serious. Dude. Like, it's fucking good. Dude. I'm just hoping Bob, Golden Wind is good. You want to watch a bit? I'll watch After, a little bit with you. Like an episode. Alex has to go home. Bro, I don't want to fold laundry, but you know what? I have to. Because if I don't do it, I'm not going to have clothes for tomorrow. Okay. Uh, my ranking... at your house. My ranking, I'd give... I'd give Phantom Blood as... I I do like it, but I think it's the weakest of the arc so far, honestly. I'll give In it a In a good C, way, though. Cause like, I'll give it a C plus. Okay. Uh, I give Battle Tendency... Probably an A minus, honestly. I feel Battle Tendency was so fucking good. It was so memorable too, honestly. Oh, the fucking ending song, yes. Which one? By uh, what was it? Oh, Roundabout by Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's oh my god, the endings are so good. So yeah, I give Battle Tendency an A, an a- minus easily. And Cyrus Crusaders, y'all are gonna hate me for this one. I'll give it an S minus. What? Because it's good. 
But the thing is, it's like Christian said, for me, the middle part, it does get repetitive with the stand battles. It does, yeah. That's my only issue with it. It's cool at first, but this is my advantage. Work around it. Mm -hmm. Or outsmart me. The stand battles were all unique everywhere before you did. But it just gets repetitive is the only thing. That's about that's about it though. I feel like at that point it's that it's because like the creators are like writing some side oh some sort of filler to like get to the final to make the final battle like a big. But it's still for me it does take away from ever so slightly until they get to Egypt. With the exception of the Oingo Boingo Brothers, because really that's about it as far as the glory gods go. That's the only bad one if you really think about it. What? Because I actually did like sets battle. I didn't like sets battle. I mean, I did, but I thought it was just like, okay. This is so, not- for me, Stars Crusaders gets an S-. minus. It's still fucking ranked here. Like, honestly, if you really like action anime or shonen anime, you really need to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. And Diamond Unbreakable, just to get Nick hyped, it gets an S+. Plus. It's so fucking good, dude. It oh, my God. Good. And the villain? How long is it again? Bro, the, wait, the, the last villain. That that Kira. Bro, that last villain? Dude, you really I, I, we gotta stop up. talking about it, bro. You gotta watch it. You have to watch it. So that's our thoughts on Joda's Blood Adventure. When we catch up, when we finish Golden Wind, we oh. will be back. And Stone Ocean comes out in 2021. Oh, really? Yeah. June, I can't wait for next year. Wait, they're gonna drop the whole season? or this? That's when they're gonna start releasing it. Okay. On Hulu? Probably not. On Crunchyroll? I, I don't know, dude, honestly. How do they drop they have a website now. They do? <laughs> Joda's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, it's picking only up 40. Right now. What do you mean, the next one? No, all the episodes for uh, Diamond. Yeah, it's only, only 40, but you can bend that shit, bro. It's shorter than Stardust. Dude, I think it's shorter than Stardust, but it's fucking good, dude. Yeah, I, think I will say Battle Stardust. Tennessee did a good thing of, uh, I mean, there wasn't that many characters as there is in Stardust, but it was like a lot more condensed and like shit picked up. Purple it was more condensed and it was more linear, Purple too. Purple Golden yeah. Wind, right? Yeah, per- dude, Gold. I'll say this about Purple Golden Wind right bad. now. Just quick thoughts on it. Uh, Golden Wind, just give it a warm up to Nick. As far as where I'm at, the first half is really good. Like Sabbath, cool. there's like tons. You of... finished it, right? No, Christian oh. finished Golden Wind. You finished Golden Wind? Uh yeah, pretty much. Not not all the way. I told you, I'm on the last, pretty much the last. Like, you can agree with me when I say the first half was really good, but then after that, kind of after they, be- you know, kind of wavers a little yeah. bit. Yeah, right, we gotta write this. Okay, up, all right, Nick, finish it off. Wrap it up, then. This is your podcast. This was the Cosmic Kickback with the foreskins. Whoa, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> well, we're four guys. We're four Skin. guys. Yeah, we're and we play with our shirts. Uh, go yeah, uh, check out the YouTube that. if you guys are listening, and if you're listening, go check out the, uh, the Instagram, the Twitter, everything. Just go follow. Don't us, stop bro. it yet, Christian. Us boys will be back for more podcasts. Definitely. I know it's been a while since we've been on. I was talking about Alex. conspiracy theories. Ooh, that'd be nice. No. Look up some more. Crap well, I thought we would do this earlier, so we would do it, and then like kind of do another one. We would like talk about JoJo, like drink some beers, and then like we'd be kind of buzzed, and then we just get into conspiracy. Loki, though, I do have a, a bunch of new conspiracies. So if you have another podcast, I've been seeing a lot Let's of shit it. on Deep State we'll episode. Do this next Deep State episode. Until next time, y'all. This is like the, the Cosmic Kickback.
like an Egyptian.